Podcast. Hinterland. A lot of Ooh. things have happened since the last time I sent this recording out. Um, uh, Dave had an extensive um, uh, night of passion. I should say, um, Officer Dan had an extensive <laughs> night of passion. Dave hopefully did, uh, but uh, we don't know about that and we're not talking. Um, we. Um, uh, he got his book decoded, and it turns out it's the uh, journal, the er uh, uh, the early journal of a uh, master uh, criminal and um, I don't know what uh, butcher uh, boy. Well, butcher boy, uh, who's a known uh, criminal mastermind who is in, has a very large criminal organization, not just on this location, but also. Uh, on many other environs. <laughs> so Dave is currently on route over to uh, Hinterpol to see what is what over there. Um, now, uh, I believe Silas is also heading with me as there are several hours until he's needed back. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so what is the blue people about to do? And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and not much happened with you because yeah. last time, right? Right. Okay, so that was pretty much it, I guess. So uh, we uh, so we're up to speed, which is one reason why the last episode we are not we're not I'm not going to be dropping into our feed because it just was a lot of detail that I thought maybe the viewers, the listeners, might get a little bit might not be as enthusiastic about than than, than uh, Dan, Officer Dan was considering how how well he he got what he was looking for. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so you're heading over to Interpol, and which, as I said, is a shares offices in the same building as the uh, uh, New Pittsburgh Police Department, the main police headquarters. Oh. Okay, it's not the jail, but it is where the court buildings, uh, uh, the court buildings are so are, are, are right next door to it, and oh. Uh, oh, yeah, but mostly it's a. Uh, um, it, it's an administrative building, and um, invest, uh, most of your real detectives are there and other type things versus the people that just run the precincts. All right, so as I enter the front, is there a uh, reception or secretary, anything? Well, there's, there's, a, there's a big uh, metal detector <laughs> that, uh, uh, and, a, and a couple of guards staying there with AK-47s. 
And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there any kind of a, a bag check or a metal detector? You mean it's almost like going through TSA where you have to put stuff on a belt? Nothing is like going through TSA. Well, since since carrying weapons is pseudo commonplace yeah. in the hinterlands, but not but not inside this building. Is there somewhere I can check my firearms? Yes, absolutely. They will check them for you. Okay. I um, open my bag out. Pull. I pull a. Uh, uh, I, I believe the last remaining grenade that we have. Um, I take my Kevlar vest. I take both of my pistols, um, and I'm assuming, again, that these things are all commonplace. If they're not, I would have stored them previously. Uh, and by commonplace, I mean legal. Uh, I'm not looking to get myself any hot water. Okay, well, commonplace and legal are two different things, but... Um, the, I'm not going to pull... The, the, grenade, the grenade is unusual because it is a it, it, it was built by your, um, uh, your engineer. Hmm. Okay, so it does look very unusual, and it's large, kind of. Well, I thought the grenade was what we was something that he found a long time ago. Well, I had two grenades. No, it's okay. It, I'm assuming the one you were talking about is the incendiary grenade, made yeah. from the uh, uh, the condensed uh, uh, juice of the uh, special grapes from that, Bruno's vineyards. From Bruno's vineyard. Starting scenario. So it's. It's you know it's basically a can like a canister grenade, so it's not a small pineapple. It's a little bit bigger, but it's still not. It's no you know it's pipe bomb. It's about the size of a pipe bomb. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'm just saying. So, say knowing knowing this in in advance would not be something that would be welcome in most places. It's not really a problem. I'm just saying is it doesn't look like something that someone would look at. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna bring questions. I mean, he's gonna say, "What's this?" To you. Final one question. So actually, before we go in, I I find um, a set of lockers or something. Is there like a train station nearby or somewhere where Post they office. would have Post lockers that I could check things into? Well, um, is there a roller skating rink nearby? Uh, if you take it, if you if you grab a, a streetcar, you can ride over to the train station and uh, and use the lockers there. I choose to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we act, actually, when we're on our way over to Hinterpool, I say, "Hey, you know, actually, I gotta make a, a quick pit stop to drop off some stuff. I wouldn't want to, you know, walk, walk in there and get us in any trouble." So oh God! I flag, so I flag down a, a taxi or a, uh, a or, hop, or hop a streetcar or whatever. Yeah, I mean, any of the numer- the any of the three common types of of um, transportation. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, the um, I mean, you can flag down a, car, uh, a taxi that's moving along, okay? But mostly you find them outside of hotels or at the airport because they're expensive and mm-hmm. therefore they don't just cruise around all over the place. You might flag one as he's coming back. Now, the rickshaws are, are quite common. And, uh, and of course, rickshaw. the most common are the uh, electric uh, uh, streetcars. I take a rickshaw. All right. I, I don't like... Um so my, my thing is I, I know what I'm carrying, and, and I don't want to ride anywhere public for mm-hmm. fear that you know somebody may try and assassinate me and hit a bystander or um, you know something something similar. I just I, I'm not trying to lay low, but I'm not trying to be 
um, prominent in yeah in, in public right. spaces. Well, it's not your guy that 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 has been you know taking you around places. Mm-hmm. It's somebody else. Okay, just happened to me because I checked. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so uh, you uh, you go over there. Um, like I say, it's, it's the big, tra- you're familiar with it. You, that's where you got the train the last time when you were heading on down south to meet up with these guys and deal with the wild men. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a big cavernous uh, building uh, with all kinds of little shops inside of it, but mostly it's oriented toward passengers getting onto the train okay. and heading south to New Philadelphia. And, of course, also transporting a lot of luggage. Not luggage, I'm sorry, baggage and and, and crates and whatever. It's the main means of transporting heavy goods back and forth between the, the two cities. Okay. So you see a lot of people going by with big rolling carts and mm-hmm. such, you know. Uh, but there's lockers, and it's very reasonable. It's you know, as they say, it's um, it's, it's basically uh, ten cents. Okay. A day. So I um, I I, I find a locker. I commit the uh, locker number and everything to to memory. In fact, I maybe even take a a quick little note somewhere on my notepad as to you know, like C twenty seven or. It's on the key. Oh, it's on the key. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I, I, I take my um, bag off and my, my Kevlar vest as well. Um, I put that in there. Uh, in, in my bag, um, I make sure I pull out my camera. And um, also the um, the little notebook, the Butcher Boy note, notebook. Yeah. Along with that, also the printout hard copy of the um, the the decrypted version, uh, the plain text. Right. So I, I make sure that I, I have those to take along with me, and of course on, on my person I leave, uh, we'll say my my shoulder holsters with my my two pistols. Um, also my knives. I'm just traveling without my bulletproof vest. Are you ta- uh, are you taking a cipher with you? No, I'm I'm leaving. So I'm bringing the original, the ciphered version, and I'm bringing the, the, the decrypted. Decrypt, I'm bringing the printout of the decrypted. Okay. I don't know whether you're going to bring the cipher with you, which knowledge is power. Yeah, I don't want to bring that with me because I want to have a copy for myself exactly. just in case. So. So, I um, lock this up. Um, as I'm selecting a locker as well, I try and get one as close to, um, like a little police area as possible. Uh, I'm sure there's probably multiple locker areas for people. Uh, I try and get one near, like, the public safety office or something like that where it's going to be less likely to be tampered with. And, um, other than that, I just put it in the locker. And I head to the station again. So I, I head out and um, fly down the next rickshaw or taxi. Okay. Or if there's a train waiting going that way, I, I, I'm happy to head on that now. Super. Okay. Uh, so you uh, you go in. Like I said, there there's an entire wall full of 
um, armored secure lockers. I mean, essentially, they put these things in, they close it down. It's essentially a safe without a door. I mean, without a lock. Okay. okay. But the area is guarded to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the area is completely guarded, but uh, okay. 24 hours a day. So, uh, but that's that's what. So, what happens is that they um, they they'll give you like a, a a tag or a token of some kind, saying this is the one that it's in, you know, and um, and they they change the tokens every day or something like that okay. to, to make to make sure. And so all the stuff put in there. Of course, anything that's still in there at the end of the day is going to go into. More secure lockup because nothing's supposed to be there at the end of the day. This is not where the police officers put their guns. It's where everybody else puts their guns. So, okay. Um, you know, there's probably a half dozen people in this room besides the two guards. Back at Interpol. At Interpol, right? Okay. You know, it's well, actually, uh, this is just the police department. You know, the hinder pulls up in the offices. They said they share offices with them. So you're just going to go in and. It's say, not like separate elevators, like the like, no, shared it's, it's, lobby. It's more, yeah. It's more like you know, uh, they, you know, they, they go, um, uh, they, they have a few offices. They really isn't that big of a of a, of a presence there. Mm-hmm. They're 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 much much bigger over in almost Canada. That's where they have like an academy and the whole deal. Here they just have a few offices. Okay. Okay. So I mean, it is just an environ after all. It's only one, you know, 200 by 200 miles by 200 miles. How much trouble could they be, get into? <laughs> well, all environs are 200 by 200. Some I know. Has to be more. I know. I know. I'm just. Well, no, they're actually, they're all. Since we're here, do, do they have any wanted signs for the um, lady who get, who managed to escape? Uh, you mean um, uh, Big Samba? No, not Big Samba. The lady who the lady who escaped who manipulated the um, the Green Man. Oh, her! Yes. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yes, there is a picture of her. It's up. Uh, and, is there one for Butcher Boy? And there is one for Butcher. Well, actually, um, there's a one saying, uh, um, he says, reward um, for you know evidence leading to the arrest uh, of, of, of Butcher Boy. Okay, it's, it doesn't actually say wanted. It just says, you know, I mean, they want information. They don't. He's not a wanted person himself. It just is reward, or does it specify any figures? Um, it's the the figure is um, uh, uh, twenty thousand um, new Pittsburgh dollars. Actually, uh, new uh, yeah, new Pittsburgh dollars. I also actually it would it would be um, uh, new. Um, sorry, almost Canada dollars. <laughs> okay, so. I also looked to see what date that was posted. It was posted about two years ago. Okay. So it's been up there a while. Not a whole lot of takers. <laughs> people, people have a tendency, uh, from what you've been able to gather, people who go against Butcher Boy have a tendency to lose parts. What about the Green Man? There's a green That's man. okay. He can glue the green man, There's nothing up there for the Green Man because he's dead. Well, you said the body was missing, though. Is what? <laughs> the body was missing. Said that? Yep. Oh. He told us the body is missing. So. Okay. No, he's still considered dead. There's no re- that No one currently has any reason to believe that he's up and walking around. They they think that maybe his body was stolen. Okay. But not necess- Not not you know he's okay. dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as we make our way through the security and, checkpoint, and there are other things up there looking for information on this case or that case. Okay. Um, there's also. Um, uh, a um, uh, a bounty. Ooh. 
dollars, a new Pittsburgh mm-hmm. dollars uh, per head of any um, uh, wild man found within the city limits. Damn. Ah. And this is not offered by the police department. This is offered by a, a separate um, concern. It's called the Mount Washington uh, Homeowners Association. I, I, I smack you on the shoulder. We just could keep, you killed about a hundred of those things. Yeah, they weren't within the. I said, keep your voice down. Murder's still illegal. <laughs> Dingus. <laughs> but then while murder is always they're illegal they're by wild, definition. Yeah. <laughs> but not every killing is murder. That's right. Well, I think when they're just you know at at their plant and you just go in their guns blazing, that that's kind of murder. Well, yeah. it, it, this was done in the process of. Rescuing a kidnap victim. Well, you kind of got yourselves into it, though. It's never been fully established that she didn't go willingly. <laughs> Matter of fact, nobody's even asked the question. So, not my place to ask the question. So we make our way through the security yeah. check, right? And I'm assuming, I'm assuming we see these wanted posters on the opposite side. Well, they're on Since your we side. Were, we were they're on, on your side. Yeah. Well, on the beyond security. They, they, yeah. they usually have it right there in the foyer. That's what I'm saying. They're out there in the yeah, foyer. Yeah, but I'm saying I went in with an intention of not necessarily standing around looking at everything on all the walls. Right. I went in with a purpose, so I walked through security, and I'm assuming I maybe noticed these posters on the wall as he was going through security behind right. me. Yeah. Right, right. So and they're probably freaking out on every time I put put a piece of a, one of my devices through, the, through there. <laughs> The well, I mean, you're you don't have to if you just just basically say go ahead and put it in lockup. Yeah. You know, rather than going because otherwise they're gonna they're gonna have to determine whether or not it's dangerous. Put it in lockup. Most of the time, they're just gonna assume it's dangerous and put it in lockup. Okay. So you know, you, you basically get down to change um, your walkie talkies. Um, oh my goggles. Car keys or something. You know, goggles. If you had car keys, yes, you know. <laughs> yeah, and Putting his goggles in there means he had his, his eye bulging out. Yes, and they look at that too and they're like, okay, so. Well, they may allow him to keep it covered if well, it's a medical. It's device. a little startling, but it's they don't make an issue one way or another. Uh, I you see. know, this is we. Do you have a migraine? No, I was just doing that. Just, uh, I see. I'm just saying, if they're checking underneath, it's probably bright in here. It's no, not. I'm, it's not I'm, that I'm, bright in here. I've been training it's myself. Not, it's, it's really more of a problem being outside in the full daylight. Yeah. In here, you've got you know light coming in through up, higher up windows, so that there's plenty of light actually from a, from the top down. It's just straight ahead. It's a, basically a flat front front made out of stone. But they've also got electric lights, right? They do. But they don't really need that much because it's it's broad daylight right now. Okay. And it, at most it would be overcast. I mean, if it was pouring down rain, then yeah, they might need to turn on the lights. But mostly it's at night that they use those. So, so are there elevators or is it stairs? There are both. There are stairs and elevators uh, with, of course, signs saying, you know, uh, <laughs> you know this, this is only for... Um, uh, uh, this is for official use. The elevator is for official use only, uh, and um, people with uh, with disabilities. Oh my! I need to get up there. Oh god! Otherwise, you're expected to. to I look at the um, the sign next to the elevator that probably says, you know, floor one this, floor two that, floor, right. floor five. Right. The directory. I, I try and see what floor Interpol they, they have their offices on. Right. Because I'm assuming that while they share the same building, they definitely would be separate spaces. Right. They're definitely... Well, 
they're they're basically a wing. Uh, yeah. They're up on the third floor. Uh, they it looks like they've got like five offices. You know, sure. so it's like two. You know, it's like five thousand. You know, one through five. So, okay. Um, you go. You go up there. It's not. You know, there's a big sign uh, it, it, uh, right at the top of the stairs, off in that wing. This as shows shows this um, this really handsome looking guy. Okay, and this really hot. Is this looking a mirror? No, no, but uh, but uh, <laughs> I can understand your confusion. Uh, <laughs> Really handsome-looking guy and this really hot-looking girl wearing red, you know, the, the red uh, mounty outfits, and um, uh, and they wow. uh, and, it, and it says Hinterpol, you know, you know, needs you, you know, it says a cat uh, uh, academy uh, classes start every three months. We about we about justice. Yes, we about justice. Yeah. Anyway, so um, you uh, head on uh, uh, head on down the hallway. Do I see a secretary, or is it all just offices? First? It's just offices. There is a door. One is labeled um, reception. Do I see the door it's, open? It's the door is open. Okay. So you walk in, and there is somebody's receptionist sitting there. Female. Uh, it's a male. Male receptionist. Okay. Yes. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 it's an ostrich. Okay. Okay. And uh, I don't know the visual difference between a male and female ostrich. Well, the voice the voice is definitely you know. Hey, bud. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, whoop, whoop. Says, so male and female says, capital A animals have voices similar to male and female humans. Then they, they usually aff- uh, affect the male type of, of of talking traits. Okay, it's probably also like watching any animal movie where they have voices where the boy animals sound like boys and the girl animals sound yeah. like girls. Well, they they can be, them all sounding the same. They can all be hot. I mean, they vary all over the place, you know. Uh, but uh, this one looks at you and says, "Hey, bud, <coughs> bub." He says, "Are you? <coughs> did you make the wrong turn? This is this is Interpol." I say, "No, sir. I am in the correct spot. Uh, I'd like to speak with whoever is." Um, Whoever is in charge of the, the bounties and rewards program. Bounties and rewards. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, or, or if that, that's not a position here, then um, whomever is in charge, because I have some very important information that I must make sure gets it to the right hands right. for the first time. Okay. Uh, would, you, would you like to speak to Agent Caldwell, or would you like to speak to Agent Caldwell? Are they the same person? No, they're not. Well, could you tell me the uh, the difference between the two, aside from being separate people? Um, one is tall and male, and the other one shorter and female. Well, they're they're both they're, they're both equally, as far as I know, they're both equally trained and highly regarded. Which is of a higher position or ranking? They both have exactly the same rank. Well, um, they are investigators. Surprise me. I, I actually are, are both available? No. Then I'd like to speak with whomever's available. Okay. Uh, it's it's the tall uh, Caldwell. 
Tall Caldwell will suffice. Thank does you. He, All right. Does he look like Cobra, <laughs> Agent Cobra? Uh, no, he uh, actually like uh, looks... From Lilo and Stitch, Agent Cobra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he actually looks like that. Wow. And that's what she could have gotten if you would have got, uh, gone for the... <laughs> she wasn't available, so... She wasn't available. At this moment. It's Johnny Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's closer to a dark-haired um, uh, uh, Johnny Rocket. <laughs> With the barrel chest and the whole deal. Are you showing this to him? Uh, oh, yeah, he can't see that. Uh, erg. <laughs> He's Can you see it yet? No, no, no. Just you, the corner. He might be too close. A little bit more, Bruce. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Should be in view. Barely. Does he have a copy of the book? No, probably not. I don't know. Do you have a copy of the book? What? Okay. If you have a copy of it, it's on um, page uh, uh, one hundred and one of the act of the PDF. So, I say uh, the tall Caldwell will do. Um, Okay. Would you Would you like to page him, or should I just go go pay a visit? I just uh, go on go on back in there. He's you know Ooh, he's, he's just he's just doing some reports. Okay. Thank you. All right. I uh, make my way forward. I, I actually take a note, mental note, rather, of the five doors. Mm-hmm. Are they simply numbered, or do they have names and titles, like director of blah? You know. Um, it's, there's, uh, 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 that particular one, um, says, uh, well, you were in reception, okay, you know, and it has a lot of information about, um, uh, almost Canada and... I mean, outside the room, before you go in. Oh, well... Like, 101, reception, 102, Agent Caldwell, lead investigator, you know. No, actually, it just said rooms 1, 2001 through 2005, Kinderbolt. Okay. No, no, on the directory down by the elevator. I know. That. Yeah. But I'm saying before I go into any of these rooms, I'm assuming there's a hallway. Yeah. There are doors. Yeah. There are numbered placards outside of the doors. On those numbered placards, generally it'll say, like, John Smith, Director of Marketing. Well, you know, uh, it'll, it'll have a name in a There's a door on the right that you didn't go through, and it just said 2005. It didn't have anything on it, okay? The other one said, uh, in, uh, said reception, okay? And then there's two other ones which all which do have placards on them, but I'm not sure you would have noticed. Uh, one said uh, a, uh, Agent Caldwell, uh, investiga- well, Investigator leaving, Caldwell. But as I'm leaving reception, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm trying to make note of these. I'm trying to look at the, you know, make sure I'm going to the right room, but also seeing who, who has what title. Right. Okay. Is there one that says, like, director or anything like that? Or no. Just, are they all ambiguous or nondescript? Well, most of them, uh, uh, the rooms up here, um, they don't, uh, they just have numbers on them. It, um, a lot of them are probably, um, uh, a lot of them are, are probably interview rooms. Okay. Okay. So whenever they bring in people and they need to interview a lot of them, they would bring them and say, okay, you room, 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 room. So there's no actual um, offices that have that kind of old, um, Old detective look with the kind of 
blurred out glass and oh yeah but those but those are those are special <coughs> ones where you want people to watch that okay, okay usually most of the time you just it's just a room for someone to take a statement in okay so you know it's but I'm just saying there's a lot uh, just, I just know that there's a lot of you know just rooms and of course broom closets and bathrooms and all those other stuff like that this you know the the, the uh, that's one reason why it's up to the fifth floor mm-hmm. is because most of that sort of stuff is actually further down. You know, so up here, what you're seeing, like I said, is mostly those those like interview rooms and things that are not quite so necessary. They they there may not be more than a few other people on this entire floor actually at this time, other than them. Yeah. Okay. okay. So so as I make my way down to um, Tall Caldwell's room. Okay. We basically you you go in through um, uh, a little. Uh, uh, latch thing, okay. This, this, this guy goes and, uh, and, and puts out like a flipper. It's like it's, a Dutch door, it, or no? It's it's like a you know, fold up door, you know, like like you, you coming out behind a bar and they Saloon have a fold up door. What? No, no, it's flat. It's basically it's like a counter, but the center of it flips up so you can go through. Uh-huh. Okay. And you go through, and it's um, and 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 back through to another door. And then on, okay, and that's the one that says, you know, uh, that door is the one that says Investigator um, uh, Caldwell. Okay. And, but as you go by, uh, he, he reaches out with his basically Donald Duck flipper hand mm-hmm. and, and does this, okay? And as you go by, you see that he's sitting in a wheelchair, except the wheelchair has what looks to be very thick side rails on it. Like, more like they're like maybe six inches across on either side, and they look a little ominous to you. Okay. To me, particularly. Well, to, I'm assuming you're both going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, uh, and it's uh, and you can see that uh, uh, it's 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 designed for his feet to uh, uh, to reach down to the floor. There's no like places to put his feet like a real wheelchair okay so he's in this thing so, but he's also got the wheel the wheels on the outside but they're kind of far out uh, anyways so I just it's kind of unusual little setup he's got going there it and probably my, have to be pretty wide because with the traditional wheelchair I think people use their opposable thumbs to kind of grip the insides of the wheels so they're probably really thick wheeled balls so he can hit it with the flats of his hands yeah or paw the Pause. Um, like I said, it's more like a flipper. Flippers. Flipper with Flippers. fingers. More like a flipper with fingers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so you go over and you know there's the there's a sign that says please knock. I knock. Okay. Is the door open actually? Uh, the door isn't locked. If that's no, no, right. no, I'm I'm wondering is it open but there's a sign? Oh, it's or definitely it closed with a with a, a frosted glass and the sign that says please knock. I knock. Okay. Uh, you hear a thump, like feet were like dropped off of, off of the desk and clumped <laughs> onto the ground, and uh, and about fifteen twenty seconds later, the door opens and you see this spick and span image of uh, of a investigator with you know wearing sunglasses even inside. By so the way. that's him, or yes, that's him. Okay, wearing yeah. the same uniform, huh, and, he's lo- and so he's- the hat the hat is off indoors, right? No, he's wearing the hat. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing the hat. He's a clown, and he's look at and he looks at you, and he says, "How can I be a service? How can Interpol help you?" 
I say, well, Agent Caldwell, I uh, have some, some very important information. Might I come in and have a seat? Come, come this way. Oh. He steps back, and you look inside, and you see it's a, it's, it's a, it's a well-appointed office. It's got you know a lot of wood. Uh, it's, he has to have it's a rich mahogany and leather-bound Leather-bound chairs, leather-bound <laughs> books, you know. Does he have he, a coffee machine? A coffee machine? Yes. Uh, no, but that was actually out in the other room, so that the the, the receptionist would probably bring him his coffee. Matter of fact, it does. It doesn't have a coffee machine; it has a tea machine, hmm. tea kettle, and stuff. Ooh. So, because after all, he's Canadian, <laughs> or at least he's he's in Hinterpol. <clears throat> he has just bottles and bottles of clearly Canadian. Yes, and uh, yes, and 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 that you know, and and it's and that that sounds great until you see the, of course, the. Uh, um, the the big bottle of vodka sitting on the side of his desk hmm. kind of tarnishes that image just a little bit. Maybe she's in some Canada club, perhaps some Canada Dry. <laughs> Would you like some maple syrup? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some maple syrup in your vodka? <laughs> so I uh, have a see. Is it purely a, a desk with some chairs, or is there a sitting area, perhaps a small round table with some chairs? Uh, there is another table that appeals appears to be covered with um, a number, a, a lot of information, uh, like books and maps and and things like that, and case files that are laying there. You know, it's uh, it's off to the side of the room, and uh, there's. There's a lot, you know, it, the more you look at it, the more you realize there's actually lots of stuff in disarray in this room. <laughs> you know, um, you know it, okay. it's, it's just, but the desk itself is pristine. The desk got the bottle there, it's polished mahogany, you know, it's got like a, a pad of paper and a pencil. Okay. Is there, a, is there a glass with any of it already in there? Like, has he started drinking no, at one of the No, it, it's there's no that. glass, just the bottle. Okay. Okay. And uh, and there's um, and there's also a um, a camera uh, and mounted on the wall or a digital no, camera. For there's a digital cam- There's a a, uh, a digital camera on the desk, and there's also a clock that looks like it was taken from a uh, chess tournament because it's got those little buttons for like making making the timer go. Yeah. All right. I'm surprised he doesn't have one of those old cats with the eyes on t- t- with the tail <laughs> in there. Well, this is this is the hinterland, you know. Yeah. Not everything made the tra- makes the transition. Yeah. <laughs> so he he goes and says, "Please have a seat." I do. <clears throat> says to whom do I uh, have the pleasure? Okay. Well, my name is Officer Dan McCoy. Uh, I'm a private investigator, and this is Silas Conroy. All right, he goes and gives you a very strong. Would strong I be there? I, I don't. Right. I don't believe anybody as a quick as would I, would I be there? You haven't your, said that you were with them so far, or pupil. I wouldn't refer. Fine, to, I'm with them. My name is Ben. I wouldn't refer to a stranger as professor. Oh. I would refer to them by their name. Okay. If they're my teacher, I, I'm their pupil. I would refer to them as professor. Mm-hmm. So it seems weird for you to. Oh, we we lost. <laughs> we lost him. <laughs> or have people refer to you as professor? Uh, it's only because good. you don't you don't profess to everyone. Only right. only people to whom are your your pupils. Yeah, but still, I'm keeping that title. 
Just like you always say, detective. Hey. I'm saying Officer Dan McCoy. Uh, again, I, I, I do have uh, papers. I'm an officer. Yep. Who are you? Okay. I'm hearing very few words and it's all garbled. Okay. Uh. Well, I wish well, I could do we, more for you. We probably should have stopped making all those inaudible sounds for him. All right. Well. All right. Do. Let me see. All right. So, uh, so basically, Zach and uh, Ben are joining our group. Would you pull that closer, maybe, so he's a little louder? Well, I said okay. He said it's not his problem. You got to grab the back and pull it forward. One second. How about tell me when? I mean, I just like him to say something. I just just like him to say something. Just move it up so he. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) Yes. All right. right. So he's not going to be able to hear everything, but he can see uh, see everything, but he can hear. All right. Okay. So as we're all coming in the office, I say, you guys, you know, you may just want to have a a seat. You know, at these chairs, I'm sure he doesn't have four chairs right in front of his desk. So maybe they maybe they're seated at the table. Like yeah, there's there's two them. other smaller chairs over at the table. Looks like two people normally we you know, are, are set up to work there. So yeah. he'll go probably and he'll he'll go over and drag those away. He really doesn't seem to want you guys over there with the stuff that's on that table. Uh, but uh, see, so he brings them over and he says and and he he's, and, and he says, uh, uh, Willie, bring some, uh, bring in some. Uh, some tea for our guests. So, and you, and you hear, yes. And Willie, the uh, ostrich uh, receptionist, uh, will uh, and hear a as water is poured into the kettle and is put to boil. Wow. So I say, uh, I, I completely forget his name now. We were doing all the technical stuff. What's the Investigator Caldwell. Caldwell. Was a Agent Caldwell. Uh, again, this is uh, I'm uh, Dan McCoy. I'm a private investigator, and uh, this is Professor Silas, uh, Benjamin Ryer, and Zach. Is uh, a local researcher. Uh, that that obviously is not important. Um, I have some some very important news uh, information that I believe could lead to some. Uh, incriminating charges against Butcher Boy, who I know has been uh, a, a long-standing um, person, person, person of interest, interest. to, yes. to uh, Interpol. All right, that would be uh, uh, that would be great because uh, Sam Blackwell, as he's actually known, is uh, a very dangerous and a uh, scurrious character that we would definitely like to see uh, somewhere where the light of uh, day will never see him again. Preferably executed for his crimes, but sometimes it depends on where the, uh, you know, <laughs> where, where the actual trial takes place. Certainly. So, without, um, 
Without wasting any of your time, as I, I'm sure you have quite a, quite a few things you're working on, um, here's what I have. And I pull out the book, and I put it on his desk, and I say, this is written in a cipher, mm-hmm. uh, which Clearly. Uh, I have, uh, with the, the help of um, some other researchers, uh, managed to crack. Um, the the folks with me right now they're they're simply folks uh, that that are on the uh, same uh, security force delivery team etc as I am but they have not been involved to date um, they've been working on on other things while here in New Pittsburgh as we we do travel between environs and uh, frequently we'll have our our own agendas mm-hmm. um, but that being said here's the uh, decrypted version. And I'm happy to also provide information on how to decipher this. Okay. Uh, I believe you'll find if you have any uh, handwriting samples of Butcher Boy um, that the <clears throat> items here uh, on these pages are uh, most likely the same as his as the decrypted version. Uh, essentially is a, a diary written in the first person mm-hmm. uh, about his exploits and acts, his... Uh, rise to, um, you know, from a, a, a lowly um, errand boy to uh, oh, where, he is, where he is today, um, you know, butchering people and having others do his bidding. Uh, everything's very clearly spelled out uh, here in black and white. You know, I managed to put down the thick stack of papers. Um, and... Interested, interested to hear hear your thoughts and, and uh, what you need from me. Okay. Well, let me go and take a look at this um, uh, while you guys enjoy your tea. Certainly. And so he picks up, uh, you know, he basically does a cursory look at the, the book itself. Um, and then he picks up the, the pages and starts, you know, uh, reading through them very rapidly. He basically just draws his finger down the page, flip down the page, flip, down the page. He skips forward about 10 pages, mm-hmm. down the page, flip. You know, and about this time, the, uh, the uh, wheelchair uh, comes in with his tray across it. And the, and, uh, his name's Willie? Willie, yeah. Uh, the Willie, uh, uh, in his wheelchair, uh, comes in with the tray on, his, uh, on the handlebars. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, with and there's apparently he's also managed to find a nice pile of, of crumpets for you guys to eat, um, which are, uh, in case you don't know, they're they're, they're dry pastries. Yes. I actually didn't know. Okay. I mean, I've heard the word, but yes, and uh, it's not you don't, you're not, not butter scones, but crumpets. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, later on, strumpets. The song over for. Yeah, well, you're, you're, I you're, enjoyed International Day. That's how I found out what crumpets are. Anyway, so he comes in and he proceeds to, uh, you know, pour it and, 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 and hand it out to you, you know, uh, s- slowly, you know, maneuvering this thing around, you know, and, <laughs> and such. And uh, it, it's a bit of a, a, a jockeying thing trying to get around all the chairs and stuff since you moved. He, uh, apparently, these chairs are very well positioned normally, so that he can move around very easily. But now he's going to have to jockey around, and so he does. He can't it's, stand. He can't stand up, or one of his legs are broken. 
No, no, they're both fine. He's sitting in this wheelchair. Oh. Okay, and so it has a certain width that he has to deal with. Oh, okay. No, it's very clear that 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 he he, he can reach over and, and and sometimes he'll do that to go and help turn it. Okay, but mostly he's just walking it through. You know, with his big fat butt. You know, on on the wheelchair and his legs pushing it along. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, if he got up out of this thing and started running, he'd probably run like the wind because he's a because he is he's probably a, really tall too. Yeah, probably really tall too. But uh, anyway, so um, he um, uh, as he's still probably reading this and as he's scooting around, yeah, I, and he, I he's asked, totally ignoring Willie while Willie does this. I, I actually asked the question to Willie. I say, uh, "Excuse me, sir. I don't mean to pry." Um, but but I noticed that you're moving your your wheelchair with your feet, uh, and normally I, I would see somebody using their hands as typically it would mean their feet aren't uh, functional. Do you uh, are you recovering from a, a surgery on your hips or anything? Or um, I'm just curious as we're, we're waiting. Yeah, uh, he said he says uh, he looks at you and he says uh, I have chronic vertigo. Ah, his head weaves back and forth. <laughs> it's best if I don't have to if, if I'm sitting down most of the time. Understood. Anyway, so he, he hands you stuff and you're eating that. It's really pretty good stuff. Uh, makes you wonder where he where he gets it. You know, this is probably some specialty you know shop in Pittsburgh that he has to get the stuff in every day from. Well, probably with just a few of them, they probably have like more budget than they know what to do with. With just three, you know, staff. <laughs> well, it just depends on what they on what they do. I mean, they're they're basically bringing information, and some of them sometimes they're going out and doing that, but mostly they're following up, they're following orders as they're given it. So sure, um, I mean, they probably have more more funding for this department than they need, so they just get, you know. It's hard to say, uh, but anyways, they, they definitely uh, aren't spending it on coffee, uh, <laughs> unlike the rest of the uh, uh, the building that mostly smells like coffee. A lot of people come here just to, uh, when you first came to the building, there was actually a collection of people who actually were standing outside over where the air conditioning vents are, because mm-hmm. there's this constant stream of of, of smell of coffee coming out of it from the building because of the air conditioning. And, and and you just see them staying there with their eyes shut and some of them even like weeping, you know, slight weeping. Just the smell of it is so delicious to them and they miss it because they can't afford it. <laughs> or at least not often enough. For people who are used to drinking coffee every single day of their lives in multiple coffees, cups, it's uh, it's really tough to get down, having to, to go down to Demi Tassi's size cups just in order to be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, so he, he goes and finally, you know, does what he's doing and uh, his speed reading and uh, uh, finish, uh, looks up at you and he says, and he reaches over and he uh, actually he pulls out open a drawer uh, and he pulls out uh, a uh, uh, two, uh, two glasses and he pours some of that vodka in each of them, mm-hmm. and he holds one out to you. I reach out, and I accept the glass. Okay. And he takes the other one, and he says, salute. Salute. And he drinks it. I don't know any of the uh, uh, Canadian it's cheers a, or whatever. More, it's more of a proper, proper yeah. uh, right. salute. And then, he, and then he pulls out a, uh, a, a recording device, 
and sits it down there and presses the record button on it. He says, so tell me, Officer Dan, uh, how, how did you come by this, this, this book? I say, well, it was, uh, you know, completely coincidental, actually. Um, I had been traveling throughout the environ, uh, working several cases, and uh, I found this on my person. There was a, uh, now I, I, I believe at least, uh, there was a, uh, a murder uh, that had occurred uh, where someone was trying to get this information to me, knowing that I may be able to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, Please be but, detailed. Well, uh, you'll you'll actually find if you go to the police precinct next door, uh, case number four five seven two. There was a murder in my hotel room. They should actually have records. I had woken up in the morning, and I found a body in my bathtub, which uh, had it appears you know been shot elsewhere and perhaps wandered in or. Um, somehow covertly shot in my room without leaving a bullet um, for police to find. But um, all the details should be in that case file. But I believe now that this book was placed on my person knowing that I I may be able to help him. Um, So you thought this was an intentional effort to elicit your aid? Now that I know what the contents of the book are, yes, Mm -hmm. I, I believe so. Uh, not knowing what the book was, um, I had no way of knowing what this was or wasn't. Um, maybe it was, you know, something that, um, you know, as, I, as I've been in the papers recently, maybe it's something that some crazed person, you know, found, found me and slipped it in without me looking. But I, I do believe now it was related to that body mm-hmm. uh, that was found in my hotel room. And, um, you know, the, the police should have all the information on, on that individual and... Did you have you had any prior dealings with uh, Sam Blackwell? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I, I know that uh, as we do travel from environment to environment, I have heard his name mentioned before, uh, but I, I have not had any run-ins or specific dealings with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's a very large investigation ongoing right now. Uh, in an attempt to find evidence capable of um, of uh, uh, arresting and incarcerating Mr. Blackwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this information comes at a, at a very timely moment. Uh, it's almost too good to be true uh, because there was a, a great deal of concern that he might uh, leave his current um, place of operation and go someplace where he couldn't be um, well, uh, where he, he, he couldn't be uh, extradited mm-hmm. or possibly uh, gain some kind of political clout that would make it impossible for him to be arrested. So this information is is really uh, a godsend, if you believe in that sort of thing. So, uh, so it's it's not that I don't believe you. I'm just wondering, you know, if somebody else is in play here that might be using this as a means of um, getting rid of him. 
I say, well, uh, I, I believe you'll find a few things. So, so first and foremost, uh, I believe if you look at any known writing samples, mm -hmm. uh, you should be able to compare what's here against his to verify the author. Okay. Well, additionally, there is a this is printed, okay, and these are numbers. So I say, um, additionally, there's a bloody fingerprint in the front, which may be Sam's fingerprint, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps from his first killing, or uh, it may even be a, a, a reminder or a trophy of sorts from his first victim. I'm not sure whose fingerprint that is, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I do believe you will find that. Um, you know, there, there should be some information provided in this book that, that should be able to incriminate. Uh, maybe it's even just his fingerprints in the book. Mm -hmm. As there are many pages, um, you should be able to lift a, a clean print from one of them. Uh, hard to say, really, but uh, I'm happy to provide you any information I have on this. I, right. I, I again, have uh, a team that, that helped crack the cipher. Uh, actually at the local university, Carnegie Mellon. Mm -hmm. And um, and here are the steps. And I pull out a piece of paper and I say, you know, take these, you know, add them together, convert to Morse code, you know, translate into digit, etc. I, I, I replicate the steps that I'd committed to memory. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then I say, you know, what else do you need from me on this? What are what are the next steps, and do you need any involvement from from myself? Or? Well, the next steps uh, would be uh, a, a number of things. One is would be just to uh, find out as much physical evidence as we can from this the original thing, and secondly, uh, to uh, ascertain. I interrupt him. I say actually, there's also in here a uh, an address. Uh, I'm not sure if in skimming through you you picked up on that, but. This area was not part of the cipher, and this mm -hmm. is actually, and I, I give him that address. I think it was like 1607 or something. Oh, okay. It, it was some, he, there, remember there was that Right, and he goes, and, and at which point he goes over and he pulls out um, a, a one of a set of tomes on the walls mm -hmm. and comes over and opens up, flips through it, and he says, uh, that's a, um, a safety deposit Um uh, bank. I say that's uh, that's very very interesting. Maybe there's something else there. Is there any way that Interpol can get an order to check this, you know, vault number? I I'm sure we can if we after we have established that this is actually the property of Sam Blackwell. Certainly. Yeah, but we can't just go over there and and uh, get a warrant for it without. More evidence. Well, what, what if anything can can myself or my colleagues assist with? Um, at this point, I don't think there's anything you can do directly. Um, I'm sure that uh, that that such uh, such things will come to light very very quickly uh, once we have established the particulars. If what you uh, from what I was reading here, there's a number of individuals. That once we confront them with uh, the chapter and verse that's in here, we may get them beginning to corroborate some things that they might have thought that were uncorroborable, and therefore be more willing to talk to. Now, of course, if they come back, if, if, if the uniform response is, "I don't know what you're talking about," then uh, we're going to have to we're going to have to consider that this may be a elaborate forgery. 
you know, a, a, a work of fiction. Understood. Uh, is there any way you can uh, attempt to take any of the fingerprints from Sam and run them against this? Well, book? we definitely have Miss, uh, Mr. Blackwell's fingerprints. We all, yeah, you know, we, uh, since this office has the fingerprints of every major, um, you know, crime person, you know, that we're aware of, uh, and, uh, and, and quite a few people reputed to be, uh, air pirates. I'm just curious, how do you handle animals, uh, with a capital A? How do you handle their fingerprints? Um, I mean, given that they don't have almost fingers. any animal uh, has some part of their body that is can be used for the same purpose. Uh, but the incidence of animals is so rare compared to the other ones that usually it's not that hard to tell who they are. Uh, it's. It's it's not or DNA. Do you possibly have blood? Oh sure, we DNA? we can do DNA too, but DNA is a little harder to come across. Um, and of course, the equipment for doing for analyzing DNA is only you know uh, only in a few locations. So, uh, but we you know we will always make the best evidence we can. You know, collect the best evidence we can. I mean, just like any place else. I mean, the normal stuff. You know, spit them, cell. Um, uh, Samples, uh, fingernail clippings, you know, everything that you'd normally expect, you know, fingerprints. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's all, you know, there, there's, uh, we toyed with the idea of retina scans, but um, it's just too, the, you literally have to take the person over to where the, the equipment would be to do it. And uh, if once we get a few more, um, uh, Elect uh, like cameras and uh, such, we might be able to start doing retina scans and and, and stuff like that. But uh, the computerized equipment of that kind is so rare still in the hinterland that uh, we have to keep it for the more important things like probability vectoring um, and, uh, and and frankly uh, business um, uh, 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 business analysis. Mm. Uh, it's running the hinterland is a big job. Okay. Um, right. Okay, but you, you're not currently doing that, right? I could be. Okay. Well, you tell me. Yes. Okay. We'll say yes. Okay. In my in my mind, I am, but no one else knows it. All right. Um. Okay, so, uh, but he, he's, 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 he says, I'm, uh, uh, please give me your contact information. Um, uh, and, of course, any, anybody else who mm -hmm. believes that they have a share in this, in the reward for this information? Mm -hmm. Certainly. Um, and do you happen to have a card? Or Oh, yes. He, he pulls out a, a, a card and hands it to you. And, you know, has nice Interpol and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and his address and um, the uh, uh, his office here in New Pittsburgh and also over in New Canada. Mm -hmm. um, also, the uh, the name of his immediate superior over in New Canada. Okay. So. Um, I, I say, I say what, what sort of turnaround time are we potentially looking at before these, these wheels get turning? Well, I'm... 
I would assume that it's uh, it's going to take at least uh, a week, if not two weeks, before we get any real action going, mm -hmm. because we're going to be first. We have to do a whole lot of corroboration first. Certainly, you know, and like you said, I got uh, We may uh, uh, we'll see if the crime, how well the crime lab could, here in Pittsburgh, New Pittsburgh, can do with this book, and if not, we're going to have to send it over to the boys. Uh, at back at Hinterpol headquarters. Sure. Do you have any sort of a uh, an uplink or way of getting this data to them quickly, or no? You got to fly it just like always. Okay. Understood. Well, again, thank you so much for your time, and I cheers the glass again with them. And okay. uh, I say, please uh, let me know if there's any way we can be of assistance. Uh, well, I definitely will. So. Uh, and he, uh, he bids you uh, uh, adieu. And, and as you guys are leaving, you see this uh, uh, drop-dead gorgeous blonde woman uh, dressed in uh, uh, the, the Red Mountie outfit come walking in with her, uh, her knee-high boots, uh, leather boots, and uh, uh, polished fingernails. Coming in, uh, her cap under her 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 side, her her arm, and walks in and just looks at you. Goes by and walks, turns and immediately goes into the uh, office of uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Caldwell, Inspector Caldwell. Do I sense that they are married? You, uh, your impression upon seeing her is that they are brother and sister. Okay. <laughs> Possibly fraternal. She's just as tall as he is. No. Two meters tall. I take off, <laughs> no, I, not at all. Um, She's a bastard. I take off my sunglasses just to wink at her, and I put them back on. Okay. She shows no sign that you even exist other than, than as an obstruction on her way in. So they've, like, confiscated Are you sure? maybe, sunglasses. Maybe it was like they took his goggles. Maybe it was a real persuasive wink. <laughs> um, hey baby, come and look this way. I'm just saying. That's what you that's Could have been really good. Uh, with a ten on on my persuasive wink. <laughs> I mean, I'm not expecting miracles or anything, but I want to at least see if she took notice. She coolly ignores you, but I feel like she saw it. You feel whatever you wish to feel, sir. <laughs> No one can. No one will deny you that. All right. So, um, of course, I don't know if the rest of you guys noticed the big twenty thousand uh, uh, dollar rewards down in the lobby about this sort of thing. Well, I'll go ahead and say I'll, I'll go ahead and shoot about, shoot that. What are you trying to do now? I was going to say you're about the noticing that. Oh, okay. So we head back down and then. Maybe now you notice. What, so we gotta make a notice for this. Yeah. Uh, eleven. Okay. Yeah, you definitely noticed it. Hey, Dad, take a look. Yeah, I already saw that. Uh, I know about it. I assume a nine means I noticed. Fantastic. It. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is the one about the wildlings. Does, does Mr. That? Man of Mr. Man of Man of Mystery? I was talking about the they're not wildlings. They're wild men. <laughs> Yeah. They're not ran, ran by uh, Mance. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Zach, uh, do you have any uh, reaction to any of this? 
Uh, is Zach alive? I don't know. Are you? Are you? Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> moving. <laughs> he's moving. Yeah, yeah. Do, Zach, do you have any reaction to this? Yeah, I'm following the lead of the others. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching. He starts singing a Kill Bill song that. Cool. So as we make our way through, I uh, go through the outline and I hand my uh, voucher ticket to the person in charge of the equivalent of code check, which is for uh, lockup of items. Okay. Uh, I retrieve my personal effects and I say, guys, uh, one one quick stop we got to make, and then I know we got to be back here in like uh, you know. 30, 40 minutes for the, the court case, so um, it's the middle of the afternoon now. Wait a minute. What no, court case? Is you're thinking about the previous I day. thought, no, 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 this is same same day. You said I have until 7 o'clock till I have to be back here. What? I thought that was handled. Isn't that, isn't that for the... That was already handled. It's either because because those guys, something in the... Okay, so well, here's, here's, there's, there's, there's the party in Philadelphia. Yeah, the party in Philadelphia is what. That's what doing. it was. Okay, all right. Because uh, remember that that's why I'm getting a bodyguard. <laughs> okay, I so think guys, let's go to the the train station on the way to Philadelphia. I got uh, something to pick up. You guys got anything else you, you need here? That's okay, awesome. all right. As, so as as you guys um uh as 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 you guys come down and you're getting your stuff, okay. Suddenly the door opens, and you hear ping ping ping. And skittle, skittle, skittle as three large uh, hand-sized metal objects clatter onto the ground um, in in various parts of the room. Uh, I, I, I dive into the coat check room. Make the make the notice check. Everybody, is that everyone? Yeah, I would. I would. Ooh, five. Uh, that's that's eight, ten. Four, on my that's fourteen. Okay. Um, 22. Is five enough? Uh, 23. Okay. All right. Um, is five enough? Five is enough. Okay. Okay. Um, Zach, did you roll? Zach. I rolled a five. You rolled a five. Okay. So nobody is caught surprised by Get this. To safety. Okay. Um, you rolled so high, you actually saw the, uh, you, you saw the two guys who basically opened the door and tossed these in. I, I screamed. And you saw, you saw the, the spoons from the hand grenades clatter onto the floor, uh, it, uh, uh, as, as they were thrown. I said, get down, and I try to dive and push, push, if, if, is there one of the guys with AK-47 right beside me? There's, like I say, there's about eight people in this room. Is there another room to go into? Is I dive into the coat check room. Uh, because I'm there picking up my stuff, so I jump over and kind of tackle down the person behind the counter. Right. Well, there isn't actually a coat check room, but like I say, the... The, the lock-up room. I'm calling it coat check. Uh, okay. I'm assuming there's a window of sorts. No, there's just a, there, they're just along the wall, and there's a a a, a metal uh, uh, barrier mm-hmm. that it goes along where you, you finally have to go through the. Um, so basically, you have an H kind of thing going on where 
Is this the right stuff here before I start crying? Erase marker. Yeah. Probably not the right thing. I'm trying to pull it out. Uh, I'm trying to see what grapple might be. Grapple? Yes. Grapple? Yes. I want to see, see if I can make a quick grapple check. Oh, there it is. Okay. Well, see, the thing is, I think there's it, three of them, so you're probably not going to get all of them. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not even. But you're not that. trying to restrain somebody. You're just trying, trying to jump into them, like. No, no. I'm, I'm just trying to grab the two, right. two officers and pull them back while we hit the dirt. Since I actually saw the guys go, and about to toss them. So grappling is an opposed fighting versus straightforward agility. But I think that's literally only if you're trying to grapple with somebody, like restrain them. Mm-hmm. Grapple isn't like we're rolling around. You don't have to make a check to say we're rolling around. You're just rolling around. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you may want like a bull rush actually, which probably rush. Is more like right. what you're doing. So you've got you know the two police officers here. You got you know um, uh, two more here and two more on this side. So what are these lines? These lines are metal. Um, barricades that go along the length of here. Waist they're, height, they're height. But closer to four foot high. Okay, and they're obviously you know well armored. Um, and the idea is is that you ha- you have to go in here and um, and go through this detector. You know this is actually you know more like a you know. Would the metal barricades possibly serve as shields from an explosion? They could, except it's clear that they threw a grenade here, they threw a grenade here, and then they threw a grenade uh, uh, right here in the middle. So basically, they have them on either side of these things and one in the middle. It's just however, uh, how well protected you're going so to be. So there's no exit then. And where is what I was referring to as coat check? Well, you're. I think you're talking to this as Kochek. There actually isn't any other. Um, I'm getting my belongings from their secure lockup. Right, and that's here. These these lockers, they're all along these walls. Okay. So you just basically hand it, you know, because you hand it to somebody, and they go over and get your stuff, and they hand it to you on the other side of this bit, this this barrier. So with the ten, um, do I notice? Similar, like, I don't know if a 10 and a 23 are the same as far as when we notice or what we notice, um, because it's with the rays. Uh, how soon? Well, I'm saying, when you, you guys realize, you're not surprised. With the rays, you, you, I think you understand what's going on, that these are grenades that, are, that have been thrown in here, uh, and, that it, and that the explosions that are going to go on, depending upon how they're covered, are basically going to cover this room. So uh, the idea is to basically kill everybody in this room. Okay. Um, so you're you you have another a number of choices here. Uh, you could try to and grab. Where's, where's the stairwell? The stairwell is in the back. How far are we are we able to try to grab the grenade and throw it back to the origin? Didn't they, like, open a door and throw it in so we can't do that? Yeah. I mean, you could throw it back and try and break the glass or whatever. I doubt yeah. it's a steel door. It's probably glass front like every other right. Well, there's business a, door. There's, uh, th- this is a glass door, okay? And these are also glass doors in the back. All right? So what do the uh, glass doors in the back lead to the, the stairs and and, and the, uh, the upper. Oh, part. you have to open a door to get to the stairs? Yeah. You, basically, they open out. You know, you just pull them open. And they actually have a little button on the side for the handicapped. 
press the button, it will automatically open. Okay. Are grenades considered three separate items or one item for the purposes of this card? Okay, it says... Uh, they're considered one item. Pick your poison. All right, so uh, at this point, like I said, you guys are on this side um, of, of the thing because you want to go and get your stuff, and the uh, and the grenades basically were thrown here, here, in your circle. That's wrong. One, get rid of that. That's bad. <laughs> okay, so we've got one here, one here, and one here. So, so I'm right here somewhere. No, you're 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 somewhere well, you here. Said, I, I said I was picking up my stuff. Right, okay. you have to go through the the, the gate, mm -hmm. and then you get somebody, one of the people, one of the two people on either side, whichever side has your stuff, to go and and take your token and go and get you your stuff. <laughs> so you you've already you passed through. Now there's there, this is I mean they they can close this up. But it's currently open. It's nothing actually keeping anybody from going back the other direction other than sure. the fact that most people would, you know, they could be subject to arrest, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, you got two armed um, uh, police officers standing here, and you got back here is where you have the two guys with AK-47s. So, and so the question here is, that, you know, what are you going to do? They, they've thrown the grenades. So has everybody made it through security at this point? All of us, or yes, I'm assuming you're all gone through security. You had no reason not to to, to, to be lingering on one side or the other. Okay, then so. I'm going to attempt to be heroic and uh, try to um. I'm gonna try and jump on one of the grenades. We gotta try and jump on the one in the front. Just gonna throw yourself on it. Yes. Okay. All right. That's what heroes do. You give me that one. Grenades. I'm surprised you're going to do it. Okay. All right. Well, I get three cards. And actually, I get two. This one. Are you, you only, I, you get two or you only get one? I get two. Or incendiary grenade? Would Dan be able to determine if it's a two? Are you sure they're going to be higher than something? No, it's, it's not. It's just guard two I, cards. Dave, I don't think there would be enough time to determine what kind of a grenade it was. Yeah. With a 10, I'm not no, surprised. I, I see okay. I see the grenade, but... I'm going to grab the police officer here, and we, we're going to die. We're gonna, I'm going to push him. But assuming I'm there, and with a 10, I'm assuming I heard it go katink, katink, and I recognize the sound, so I'm going to... Right. Uh, jump towards it, and if I have enough time, I'll, I'll try and hurl it somewhere else. If not, right. I'll try and So, stop. I've got a queen, which is these guys. I've got a jack. Alright. we got a ten. So, um... So, what's going to happen here is that one, the guy on the left is going to grab one... is going to uh, run over and grab that grenade. So, that's going to require a fighting check. Would that be agility? Not punching it. Well, he's grabbing it as quickly as, as he can. It's not okay. I mean, it's 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 bounce it's bouncing around. It's not just laying there, you know. So, um, all right. So that's uh, he fails. The other guy's going to try to grab it, and he also fails. Okay. So on this side, 
try this again. And if I roll, okay, I'm going to change dice because I just this is the second time I did that. And uh, I don't have thermal dice in there, but I begin to wonder about certain dice when I keep rolling low with them. All right, that's a four. So this guy over here, he grabs one of the grenades and throws it into an empty locker and slams it shut and throws himself down on the ground. These guys over here tried to grab that one and failed. Nobody's doing anything with this one. These guys are. I thought he's jumping these, on that. Yeah, but on I'm talking part. about the, the, the. I'm talking about the police officers. These two guys are basically getting as close to this barricade as possible and hunkering down. Okay, and these guys back here are. Um, I think they're going to run out the door. Is the door open or no? Shut? They have to open the door. So, but I mean, it's. I don't think it's going to be trouble to grab the door and yank it open and, and oh, run out. So they're going to run out. And so there's going to be no. We're on this side. Or you're this? on this side. You're all over here okay. on this side. So um, the question here is: Is that are you going? So and then it goes to you, Dave. You're going to throw yourself on that grenade. I'm going to rush towards the grenade. Uh, I'm going to throw myself onto it to, to kind of you know catch it like it's a football sort of. Yeah. Uh, do I have the time to lob it somewhere or no? Yes. Uh, you can attempt to do that. Um, just, there's actually a rule on this. Let me find out if I was using the wrong thing when I was doing that. Um, okay, so I need to look under grenades. Grenades, 51. And that's the wrong one. That's the one that just tells you what it is. So that's the one thing I don't like about this. Uh, it is actually 51. Well, I know Covering that. grenades, a character may also throw himself on a grenade, takes double damage instead of whatever toughness is subtracted from the damage inflicted on others. But there's also the one where he gets to grab it, yeah. It's right above to that. To pick up and throw a grenade, he makes make an agility roll at a minus four or a minus two if he was on hold. Yeah, I'll make, an, I'll make an agility at a minus four to see if I can... Pick it up. Pick it up, and I don't. Okay, so... Uh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, attempt to grab it, and when I find that I can't, as yeah. I'm fumbling for it, I'm going to... Throw yourself on top of it. Throw myself on top of it. Okay. All right. And um, so, okay, so that's you. Uh, going to now you, Ken. I yell, I yell out, it's a grenade, run! And I run for, I guess I'd have to run for this door because the grenade's in front of me. You could just run over the grenade and try to run out this okay, door. Okay, I'll do that. I'll try, to, I'll try to run for the door and hope it's open, considering that they just opened it to throw it in. No, they threw it in a locker. They didn't throw it in the stairwell. Oh. But I thought, if, isn't if, this if, side the stairwell side, though? No, it's, they, they opened the door, threw it in, and then they, 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 they left. So, yes, the door is slowly closing. So if the, if the door is nicely shut, then, yeah, I'm going to run through it. All right, so you run through. Okay? All right, so you run you through. You just leave Dan McCoy covering a grenade. What a right. jump. Are you going to use that card <laughs> for anything, by I way? just gave you the card. For yeah. what? But you have to tell me what you want to use it for. Um, I'm using it to cause the grenade to fail. Which grenade? You just told me that they count as one item. No, I that's just told why I asked you that no, specific no. Does question. Each one count as its each own item. Why I, okay. Each one counts as its own item. So oh. you have to pick a grenade uh, to use the card that causes it to become disabled. So you're going to use the one that oh, they yes, missed I'll over here, or are you going to? Are you going to I'll use it on. I'll use it on this is one. Laying on I'll top. use it on the one that Dan's laying on. Okay. All right. So, 
Moving over to Silas. All right. And when it, in fact, when I when I run, I'll try to I'll try to grab Dan and pull him away from the grenade and out the door with me. That's not going to happen. I can't do that. He's a lot bigger. He's a big. I'm a full yeah, I would, person. I would, I, would, I would assume like he would like voluntarily come though. Oh no! No, I, I probably wouldn't. I'm intentionally shooting. Okay, I, I grab at his arm. He doesn't. He doesn't not, respond, and then I continue running. Not the. I don't get out of here. Actually. Let's just make dramatic effect. He threw himself on the grenade. Let's keep it like that, and just yeah, I yelled, get out of here, as you try to tug at me. So what are you gonna do? All right. Is there any way that I can clear here and get to this grenade here? You can. You can try to vault over that that barrier. It's only four foot tall. Make an agility check. Okay. And that's a minus one. No, it's minus. just an agility check. I got a six. Okay, so you vault over the uh, thing. Pick up the grenade, put it in the okay. locker, close it, and then I push the back. All right, so that's that's going to be an agility check at a minus four. Okay. All right, here we go. That's a two, but I'm going to binny that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Like the first six lockers are actually requiring keys. Yes. Four. And four, six. So minus four. I get minus four because I rolled an eight. Okay, so it's a four? Yeah. Alright, so you successfully you successfully grab a grenade and throw No, that, that would be a six, right? Because you roll an eight and then And that roll with- a six and then minus four will be ten. Eight exploded. Right, eight, eight and six is fourteen. Less four is ten. Oh, it's ten after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you grab the grenade and throw it into the locker and slam it shut. Yeah. Which is again, that's a that's a, that'll be another minus two because of that. So that'll be uh, so eight. It, it, it works. Yeah. You know, otherwise, because if you just threw it away, then that would be different. Yeah. Yeah. All just, right. Just for now, if I if I make tomorrow, it outside, do I see the criminals outside? Because you're vault Yes, you do. You, you make it outside, and there is a um uh, your vault, there, your vault there is a a oh, van you have to outside. Everything you're doing before, uh, and the van action. has and and these two criminals uh, have. Are, are just now throwing themselves inside the van, and there's a guy standing there with a machine gun that he is going to unload on you. Because he's been on hold. And he rolls. What about um, Zach? Oh, <laughs> Zach, he's got a three. Well, it's, it was on hold, but uh, well, go ahead, Zach. What are you going to do? I was going to go with Ben. I would have followed Ben. It seemed that the grenades have been taken care of. My my initial reaction, to be honest, I, I would be following Ben, uh, running after the attackers. Okay. All right. Well, then you run outside and get machine gun with Ben. Yeah, that's what I was going to do anyway, so. What, get machine gun? Okay. As long as, long, no, 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 as, long no. as I'm making you happy, do you... Okay, um, the, um, shit, where is the stupid thing on automatic weapon fire? Attacks, uh, weapons, rate of fire. Oh, yeah, how many shooting dice? Okay, sorry, that was what I needed to know. All right, so it's going to be three shooting dice, and he's going to, because you're first, he's going to put two 
uh, toward you and one toward you, Zach. So we'll see what all happens here. I need another die. I'll use this. There we go. All right. Well, here I'll do two. The two, the two going for you. That's an eight and a five. Okay. And the second one, the one for you, is a ten, which explodes. And it explodes again. Bad choice of words. And I'm not going to uh, keep exploding it because I just rolled two explosions on that. So, all right. So we're uh, we're rolling dice here. Uh, so it's going to be two uh, d eight plus d six for each of you. Armor piercing rounds. No. Uh, do you guys are wearing any armor? Um, I guess I'd be wearing the Kevlar. Then did I you have did you have time? To, I mean, did you did you put it into the locker, or have you been wearing it all this time? Uh, I don't know. They probably wouldn't let you do it. Yeah, yeah. so you don't have any. Kevlar's not metal. But you would have probably taken on. I mean, I'm sure it has straps. Oh, look at you, lucky dog, you. Look at that. That's a one, a two, and a four. And that's a total of five. So, what's your toughness, sir? Um, Unfortunately, it's five. So, you are shaken. One, a two, and a four is seven. No, I was adding. Oh. One, two, and two. So you you're shaken. But now I get another shot at me though, right? No. So you had an eight, a five, and then his that kept it. Yeah, clear. actually I do get a second shot. Uh, the, the eight was a, um, was a was a hit with a raise. This one is without the the D four. D six. D six. Right. Okay, that one's going to explode. So it's five to hit me, and only need, you only need a five to hit somebody. Four. Yeah. Only needs a four. Four is your target number to hit, and right. then you roll against their toughness. Right. So the guy who actually got the raise uh, 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 shook you, and this one right here is uh, four, 15. What's your toughness? Uh, toughness is five. So um, I have and of course nine. I have dodge 13, minus one when shot or thrown at. I don't wounds. know if that affects it. Two wounds. So I'm gonna have to try to soak this. Um, how do I do that? You spend roll, a benny. Spend a benny, and you and roll, then you make a vigor roll. You get your vigor, and you also get your hero. Get your hero die on that. Six. That's yes. good. Nine. So that's a hit. That's with a raise. So that's so. that's two. A you wounds. Still, you you still still two wounds. Two wounds. You're still shaken, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Is it removes all the wounds and you're not shaken anymore? Well, I got shaken. By he the was shaken first beforehand. One. Okay. So what? I, I said I got shaken by the first one. So right. even if the second. One. Okay, so you're still shaken. Now we get to go and we're rolling against you, Zach. Which the guy rolled really, really well. Poor Zach. Watch out, Zach. Let's see if the <laughs> dice re- re- reflect that. All right. So we got twelve plus. That is a 5, a 12. Okay, so that's a 17 to you, Zach. Toughness. What's your toughness? 5. Okay. So that's, uh, it's 12. 12, 12 plus, plus 4 is going to be 9, so that's one raise. 13 Where's is the another plus four raise. From? Well, every one of us. So if, if you only did 6 points of damage and his toughness is 5, you only shake him. Yeah. But because you right. did nine, so at least nine, that's one wound. And then right. at least 13 is another wound. And then at least 17 is a third wound. So that's three wounds, and he would have to make a bigger roll. Right. So you, you've uh, you, you've taken three wounds, so you should probably do a, uh, a soak. A soak. Spend a penny. Uh, I'll soak that, yeah. All right. 
So make a vigor roll. Make a vigor roll and make sure you roll your hero die. Oh, my hero die exploded. That's good. good. Just go uh, pick so it up. That, okay, a total of eight. Eight. Okay, so you'll so you'll two. soak two wounds. So you still have a wound, and okay. you're shaken. So don't don't forget when you're making future rolls until you get rid of the wound, you're at a minus one. Minus one. Okay. Have you ever gotten rid of your minus one fatigue thing? Yes. Um, you finally rested enough to get rid of it. <laughs> It's been, it's been with him for like, you know, three or four game sessions. Okay, where, where am I? Oh, here it is. Okay. All right. So, um, okay. So the uh, the grenades go off, um, uh, rending uh, the uh, th- these things. Um, they uh, uh, the door blasts off of it and smashes into the uh, barrier over here, denting it. Oh, the wow. other one, uh, the other one blows off too. Hits hits that one, skites up in the ceiling and embed, uh, embeds itself in the ceiling. This metal door ripped off its hinges. Uh, smoke up. fills the area. Based on this, based on this pressure, does anything happen with the glass doors? Oh. Sprinkler um, system. Oh uh, no, that takes that takes heat. Okay. Um, the uh, yeah, there's very good likelihood that both the doors, the glass, will shatter on both the the um, uh, the doors that that way and also in the front. Okay. Um, I'm not. Sh- uh, I'm going to have these guys have to make a nose check to even notice the machine gun fire coming from the front, considering you know all the stuff's going on. Uh, so you're laying there and nothing happens, and you're like, "Where, where's the kaboom? Where's the gut shattering kaboom? Where's the Iridium Q32 space modulator? Yeah, and uh, you check your you check your pants too, just in case too, man. Oh, they're on. No, you might need to change. It takes more than this to get Dan McCoy to take his pants off. <laughs> and I, I thought it's actually pretty easy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so everyone's pretty happy right now since nobody died or took serious injury except for... And he only took one wound. So, Joker. And a seven. Five. Nope. Eight. Seven. Ace, nine. Yeah, 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 good number. Six to you. Okay. Uh, police have a king, and the bad guys have a six. Okay, so I think a uh, uh, Joker. Are you going? Are you can go first. Just a clockwork draw cards. There. Oops. Mining tens. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I have nothing. This one. Okay, so there's like. Three criminals there? Well, there's a driver, there's a guy with a machine gun, and there's two guys that just threw the grenades and ran and threw themselves in the van. Now, they're probably probably going to pull guns and fire at you this next round, once they get a chance. It's up to you what you want to do now. Okay. um, 
Has there already been an explosion from inside? Yes, you. the explosion happened behind you. Glass shattered and blew out the door, sticking in, flying about your ears, possibly giving you little minor cuts with bleeding, but not actually injuring you in any substantive way. Okay, I'm going to try to flee back inside. Okay, so you turn and run into the smoke. Uh, yeah, glass pour, just exploding uh, towards your face. Crunching over the glass that's all over the, <laughs> the, the uh, ground. If there's smoke, wouldn't it be hard to hit people with guns? Yes, it'd be a lot harder to hit people with guns. And also, you've got all that building between you and the gunfire. Yeah. And your, blue, and your makeup is gone, so you're officially blue. No, I, I, was, I wasn't using makeup. Only Natasha was using makeup. I made a mention of the fact that it was solid <laughs> blue. Okay. All right. No blue man. No, no Smurf jokes. Yeah. Of course, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. Smurfs are. They're like 1980s. The early. Well, the the, the Hinterpol is 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 a modern organization, so they probably they probably still wouldn't know because you know. Anyways, uh, Canada. I don't know if Canada got the Smurfs. They did. Okay. Yeah. I'm Anyways, for, let's let's, let's move on. Let's move on. So you run inside, dodge to the side through the smoke. Yeah. Not quite sure what's going so on. Probably, yeah, All right. So, uh, and I, and I, I, I go inside and I yell, there are guys with guns outside. Okay, good. That's a good thing to do. All right. Um, okay, you guys, uh, so the, the ace goes next. In fact, do I, do I pass Zach? Does he yes. seem to be badly injured? Uh, he seems to be injured. Definitely seems to be injured. I, but he, I, he's still standing. Oh, he's, okay. He wasn't blown off his feet the way most, all the rest, everybody inside was. Okay. Well, actually, none of them were because all the explosion, none of the explosion actually hit them. So. And I was already off my feet. And you were already off your feet. So, uh, but the point is, Zach is standing there, kind of bent over as he's grabbing his gut where he took one. Can I try to help pull Zach inside? Are you going to do that? Because, like I said, if you fail, then uh, you know it depends. Is if they go before Zach, then you're going to be still staying out there and they're going to shoot at you. So, what are you going to do, Mister Hero? Uh. I'm going to try to get my comrade to safety. What do I need to roll to do this? Um, to you, need to, you need to delay. You need to, you're on hold until Zach moves. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So that was that. So we go to the nine. That's actually the ace. I'm sorry, the ace. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to make an agility check. I'm trying to draw my weapons from where right. I'm at. All right. Uh, I do not succeed, so I'm going to Benny. Uh, a five is a success, so I pull both my uh, guns, and uh, I'm going to. Uh, you, I'm going to assume that they're both probably out of. Uh, you d- I'm sorry, but you didn't have cha- a chance to get any of your stuff yet. You came to the other Before side. Before they even threw the grenades in, I said I was first through security, and I went and I handed them my tag. And right, my stuff, had, and I holstered my weapons. I didn't say that, that they brought it back yet. Oh. Okay, you didn't say they didn't bring it back either. Right. Well, uh, my intent was is that... They, I mean, I just assumed since I said I asked for it, and I get it, and I holster it, and there was right. no comment that I had holstered them. Right. I assumed that you guys pretty much walked out of... Of the place together, you hand your thing. That's when they took. While you were distracted getting your stuff, that's when they they did that. Okay. So, well, given that there's no no glass and this thing didn't go off, I'm just going to pick it up and I'm going to launch it through that doorway. 
than trying to, you know. Okay. Figuring uh, maybe there's something wrong with let's, it, not knowing for certain. Let's make a luck roll to see if the... Uh, I know it didn't blow up with the others. Right. So. Let's see if you can see the... Um, uh, if you can see the van with the open door. Okay. The answer is yes. You can see the van with the open door. Also, as an aside, I know that they were on hold to fire their machine guns, but you actually didn't let either of them finish their turns. You just said the second they stepped outside, they got shot, right. and they didn't actually even complete their actions. Well, I, I Other than trying to soak. Well, you're right, because they were on hold. I mean, maybe they would have said, and we hit the ground, or and we continue to disperse to the sides. Right, or, right. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if I see them clearly, or if I'm... Potentially seeing I mean, the van, I'm like I, throwing it back to their heads. If I had a chance to react and know that I should hit the ground, then I would have hit the ground. Or, no, 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 no. They would have shot you first, but then you choose what you do after. Then you can turn around and try to run back inside. Yeah, I tried to run back inside them. Okay. Well, all right. So, um, all right. So, I will, I will say that you have used up four of your movement, actually, more, uh, uh and, um, uh, and it, it takes two of you to two more movement to actually get to the door, but not actually go in. So Zach, the question is that when you get shot, are you are you going to turn around and try to run inside, or are you going to try to do something else? Well, he's going to see what Yes, sir. I do. I'm sure. Is it easier to find some type of cover? Is there like a some type of concrete barrier or some type that might be easier to dive behind? Uh, no, out here it's pretty open. That's one. Yeah, it's it's. They don't have like a convenient, you know, uh, concrete barrier for you to jump behind out here. Plus, there's a machine gun on the side of the van, isn't it? Like their machine gun. No, in front no. This, of the van? this guy was basically staying in the back of the van as they threw themselves in and was firing through the, the door. The back of the van, like they backed yeah, the side, the, the side, 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 side of the door open. So he's inside firing. Type of license plate. You can't see the license plate yet. If you want to run over and see it, that's fine. This is not a typical. You have, like I say, you you have two more squares of movement you get you can do. And this is this is not a typical justice building to have those column those those iconic Greek columns. Pillars. No. Pillars. No. Well, it's, it's columns. Also, I don't want to sound modern, critical. Ugly, you're, you're free to do whatever you like, Dave. But it seems kind of weird that if a guy's shooting with a machine gun, you're going to go look at his license plate. You're probably going to run away or return fire or hit the ground. Like, those are probably yeah, the three I, things. I was trying to run away back inside. <laughs> I'm going to try to pull I'm going to ask him why he's doing this. <laughs> yeah, Dave, just tell me what you're doing. I, I'm, I'm heading back as, as, as quickly and fastly as I can. Okay, so basically the both of you are in the doorway at this at moment, but not through. Then the grenades explode. No, the then, grenades already did explode. No, no, this was back in that same round. They got out right. before the grenades exploded. They right. got shot outside. Then oh, the grenades okay, so you guys didn't take a face full of glass. Well, they saw that I was covering the grenades, so maybe they ran back inside <laughs> figuring that it would be... Well, oh, no, crap. I ran know. back I ran back inside after the explosion. Listen, I wouldn't have run before the explosion. Right. Well, okay. Oh, okay, then you were still outside at the end of the turn. Right. So you just ran out and got shot and stood there. Yeah. Well, I, so the they had a, they were holding their action. The point is is that you guys got yeah, I understand. You the, the grenade went off. You guys get a face full of glass. Okay, I'm not going to apply any kind of a minus for because uh, it's I basically screwed up this this particular round of combat. But so you're basically 
having to hunker down and and you know your 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 clothing and and, and face and body gets peppered with shards of glass as the as the the door in front of you explodes out towards you. Um, anyways, and that's all you can do this round. Now the next round, like I say, you can. The next uh, round, I'm trying to go run sorry. back inside, pull him with me. All right, if you, you want to pick him up and drag him inside, well, since wanna, he is mobile, I'll give I you. I want a, to help. Shh, I'll give you a strength check, or you can wait until it's time. I'll make the strength check, okay. or attempt to make or the strength three. check. I failed. No, you're you you the Joker. You got plus you two. You got plus two. So you make it. That's, that's, no, that's it's a, the next round. Okay. No, no, that was the round he had the Joker. Oh, it is, the round, it is the round you had the Joker. All right, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you make it. So you get a plus two. So, so that's, that's a four. four. All right. You so shoved, you, you shoved him so in. So you basically, he goes and grabs you and drags you inside the building. He pulls you He pulls you along inside the building. All right. So, which then goes to... Dan. Dan. With the ace, I grab, I grab the grenade that didn't actually go off with the right. other ones. I attempt to, from kind of my, my prone position, you know, get up on one knee and, like, throw it. Uh, almost like I'm... You know, catching like a grounder. Are you going to try to throw it at the guy with the machine gun? Yes. Okay. I'm going to attempt to throw it in that van. In the van? Just somewhere in the van. In that direction, I'm just attempting to throw it through this doorway, figuring if I lob it hard enough, the only place it probably has to go is the van. Okay. All right. I mean, because you have the option of yeah. trying to actually hit him with it. That That is beyond my uh, capabilities, probably. So, knowing my limitations, I'm going to take this grenade that didn't explode on right. me and... Okay. Attempt to throw it in that van. All right. Okay. Um, so within a, a throwing skill, which I don't have. Okay. So it's you get that at a minus two, mm -hmm. and you have to make a four. I mean, I'll still throw it. It's just what direction does it go if you fail a throw check. Uh, so that is a five minus two, which is a three. Uh, and that would be the same thing. So I got a three. So I failed on the throw check. Okay. Let me actually look up throwing because I don't remember it, exactly it's, it's, how it goes. Short or long, and it changes. And it changes direction. Yeah, it, it does change direction. <clears throat> Un poco. Well, we have to roll for that. So. I know this thing has. Combined charts in here, so I gotta find that stupid thing. There we go. What page? Um, I'm looking at the, uh, it's like 150, you know, 152, because it's not helping me. It's not showing me. No, it's just 152. So that didn't help at all. Alright, so the short long thing. So we probably just look under throw, under the skill. Uh, trade tests, usage raises, attacks, melee or range, rate of fire, cover elimination, firing blind, blah blah blah. Throwing, see page 75. Yeah, if I remember right, one of these was actually not on the page it said it was on. I think it was throwing. <laughs> Probably. Worthless. Signs of fame. 
Here, it's uh, actually page 70. Area effect attacks. Grenades, spell effects, and other attacks cover a large area, blah, blah, blah. To attack with an area effect weapon, the character places the template on the table or picks where he wants the center to be. So I picked the van. So we'll say I'm right where that X is because I covered the grenade. All right, but it's... And then you place the van somewhere outside. Yeah. Which, uh, we'll say this is the van or something. All right, so we... Um... Roll a d12 to see... Can, can I can I roll it so I yeah, can be go. in charge of my fate? Sure. Um, so this is roll a d6 for thrown weapons and a d10 for fire. Right, so roll the d6. That's a 2. 2, okay. So... Um, uh, d10 for fire. Multiply by 1 for short, 2 for medium, and 3 and for It's long. short. It's short. So that's 1. So that'd be a 2 total. Next roll a d12. And read it like a clock. Mm-hmm. That's a six. So six is behind me. A weapon can never deviate more than half the distance to the original target. So however hard I'm trying to throw it, it goes half the distance. Is how I anticipate that. Okay. Being so read. Well, it, it doesn't the two mean it goes two squares? Um. To a maximum of half the distance. All right, I'm going to say it goes short, and um, well, keep in mind though, with how I'm aiming, and, and what's and with and, how I'm aiming though, I'm not trying to like if this is the van, I'm not like I want it to land right in the middle of the van. Like I am lobbing yeah, it, this it, really it, hard with the intention of it like going out in the street, ooh. so it hits the back of the van. Right. I mean, that's right. that's how I would I throw it like a baseball, just trying to like. Hit the wall, right? Not, but the not point, trying to just touch the wall, right? But the point is, is that it you you rolled low, and yeah. so therefore it's short. So, yeah, uh, it is short. So, so I attempt to launch it at the so back wall it, of the van. So it basically is going to end up landing on the concrete uh, outside the van, between here and the door. So well, I'm I'm right here. Yeah, it's and the van's going to be out here, and it's going to land there. Okay, that's all. Because it's going to go back in that direction. Okay. But again, that's why I was trying to make the, the distinction. I'm not actually trying to land it in the center of the van. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to lob it as hard as I can to like hit I the know. back. So I I'm actually aiming. I know, but you rolled a six. That means yeah. that this is the direction it ends up going. It's going to be two yeah. squares. But if I'm aiming here, if I'm aiming here, I'm just trying to make the distinction that I'm not trying to land it in the center of the van. I want it to ultimately wind up in the van, but like if I was aiming at that wall with this die... I'm not yeah. trying to get the, into the game. The game system, yeah, but David, the game system doesn't doesn't design isn't designed for that. You basically say this is where I want it to land. Well, this is where I want it to wind up. This is where you want it to wind up, and that's where you okay. put the center of your your circle when you do this. Okay. Okay. I would just assume if I deviate real far off to the side, though, it probably winds up in an apartment building. So, is the two that he rolled the distance if he rolled, by which if he it rolled goes? one? It would have gone long in that direction. Well, he, he rolled. It would have gone over the van. Well, probably. he he rolled the d12 for direction, and he that did. was a six. And so it's this way. But he would isn't the two for distance. The two is for distance, so it's back this direction, two hexes. Two hexes, okay. Yes. Okay. So that would be like here. Which is what I've been saying okay. all along. Okay, so, all right. So basically, it doesn't quite make it. Which, of course, but of course, they see a grenade. They don't know that it's not live. <laughs> <laughs> and it's right outside their van. Eat it! So that's pretty intimidating. So, uh, is, there, there, is there a chance that when it hits the floor, it might actually go off this time? No, because you already said it doesn't work. 
Uh, nine. Well, it says you nine. choose the manner of malfunction. It could just be like... It's well, you, you should, picked, like, you should have said that at the very beginning. Then, if you said, okay, it, it malfunctions initially, but then it works later, then that would... No, be... it says choose the item in the game after it decides the details. Okay, well, the details are, I think, that it's you stop Dan from taking horrendous wounds. I think you should be happy. Okay. All right, so what did you do? What am I going to do? I'm going to do a weird science roll to turn on my deflector belt. Okay. Well, what all are you doing on your turn, though? Is That's what your question. Yeah, well, you got to. You have to name everything you're doing on your first, turn. First, just tell me all you're going to do. Because if you try and do six, six things, it's going to twelve. I'm everything. Gonna, okay. Well, I was. You're going to well, turn on your deflector you belt. Hey, I, I was going to say, is talking a free action because I was going to yes. find out what locker is our is our stuff in since I'm on since I'm right here. Uh, I'm not sure they know because they they they. they 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 may or may not have they may not uh, may not remember the shit the number on the shit considering what's going on right now. Now I remember I did yell there are guys with guns out. Yeah, I know that I heard that too. So I activate my belt and ask, "Where's our stuff? Where's our stuff? We need our stuff." Okay. Uh, Do you have a gun or something? They have guns on them. Are you gonna try to take their gun? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna take their gun. There's no guys with with uh, machine guns in the room apparently. <laughs> They may not like it, but on the other hand, they may understand. <laughs> no. I okay. Gotta, I gotta so you just—I gotta get my gun. All right. I turned on my belt so I can. <laughs> Why don't you make? Um, uh, okay, I'm pretty sure that when you when they took your stuff and they put it into the uh, the locker, yeah, you saw which locker they put it in. Okay, I'll do it. So you might want to just go over and open that locker. Okay. Because they're not locked; they're just shut. And I said, well, if you say a nose check, okay, I open it. I don't really think you need a nose check. I think you probably know this. So then, my, so you run my, over, unlock it, grab the stuff out of it. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's one action. Okay. That's two actions. Well, you didn't activation. You, 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 you didn't need to activate the belt to ask them because you knew where it was from before. Okay. Well, you, no, but you still activated the belt. Yeah. Is what you're saying. I have to, I have to you activated the belt. Okay. Uh, you, you go over and you grab your stuff out of yeah. the locker. Are you going planning on doing anything else? I am going to do one more action, which is another minus, so that'll put me at a six on my weird science roll. Right. Sorry. Um, I'm going to toss Dan's stuff, Dan's duffel bag. Or Dan's stuff is probably not on the, at the same side. Let's make a luck roll for okay. that. Okay, that's a success. It is on the same side, but you have to go and get his stuff now. Mm-hmm. Then, then I... Then I start proceeding to that direction, but that's all I can do right now. Okay. All right. Um, so you're going to go and try to jump back over the uh, 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 over the the barrier and 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 and, pre- next, and, and next proceed round. out. Okay, you're just going to stand there for now. Exactly. All right. All right. So you're done. Yes. All right. So it comes down to now. Um, I, uh, what? Uh, what? I take a knee though. I do take a knee because they're shooting. Are you going to jump? So you're going to drop below the barrier. He's doing like the little yeah. scoot towards the locker. You're going to yeah. drop below the barrier. That's yeah. fine. That's what it's there for. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> that's, I just want to stay in cover. I'm yeah, taking, you know. I'm, I mean, taking, I'm taking my waist high. Waist high that's waist fine. High dropping cover. dropping you know, to one knee is a free action. It okay. doesn't cost you anything. Okay. All right. So, uh, uh, Zach, uh, it's between the bad guys and you. Unfortunately, they have a spade and you have a heart, which means they go first. You're inside the building right now. So looking at this, 
Someone's screaming. Actually, I have a club. Why did I say spade? I'm sorry. Zach, you have an issue. What are you going to do? You're inside the building currently. It, now, it, with, with a minus one wound, am I bleeding out? No. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to go and get, to get my weapon, or the nearest weapon that I can find. I, I actually, I never rolled for uh, the, uh, the 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 long term effects of this, so I would I will roll for it in a, in a few seconds, but I won't. I don't think you need to worry about it during combat. Okay. You're talking about the wound? Yeah, the wound. Oh, we can still try and. Oh, and you, I know. Yeah, yeah, did I manage to shake this round, by the way? Uh, you, did you, did, try? you didn't try. If you uh, didn't try, you is didn't that a separate, separate action? Yeah, it's something you have to say you're doing. But let's if we move past your, your turn. Okay. So, uh, okay, so what are you doing, uh, Zach? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the nearest, if there's a nearest police weapon. If I don't see any, I'll go and retrieve my weapon. Okay. Um, well, the nearest police weapon is going to be on the uh, uh, the person of the police officers. Oh, did these guys die by the police? <laughs> no. Die? No, they never got hurt. I thought that you said there were three grenades. You managed to pick up one of them and throw it. That was in here. He threw one in here. The other one they got into here, and this one didn't work. But I mean, the guys that were scrambling trying to pick up the grenade, the locker still blew up. They missed, and he grabbed it and threw it in. Yeah, but I mean, the locker still blew up, and you said, like, the door, like, went into the ceiling. I'm just wondering if anybody actually got hurt, because you said... Part of the barrier, I thought, got shook away as well. And no, it just... Uh, There's a person that's very angry upstairs with a water cooler on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> this this one blew out and hit the barrier, and the barrier's dent, dented okay. where that happened. The one over here is the one that's kited up into the ceiling. Oh, no, it destroyed the donut table upstairs. That'll make them mad. You hear that, Eric? The donut they're, they're table. Not, Congratulations. Yes. The ceiling collapses, and a, and a really fat cop, you know, sitting on, on a chair comes down. The chair splays out, you know, like, you know, uh, like the petals of a daisy, and he's still sitting there with his legs splayed out, holding the donut in his hand and the coffee cup that is now empty as it, as it, as it, as it, it splashes all over him. But... Back to you, Zach. What are you doing? <laughs> and, and what, what, I, I doubt if they're do? unconscious, they're not going to yield their weapon. Uh, so I'll just I'll try to retrieve mine. Okay. All right. I, again, I will assume you know wh- which locker has your weapons. So you're going to basically okay. run, uh, move forward, jump the barrier, get your stuff out of it. Okay. Uh, out of the locker and then do what? Nothing. Oh, does he have to unshake? By the way, as well. Um, if he has wounded, he yes, yeah. yeah, you have to unshake yeah. first. So why don't you roll uh, a uh, spirit check to see whether you unshake? I rolled a five. Okay, that means you're unshaken, but you can't take an, an action normally this round other than movement. Do you want to spend a Benny to remove that that sh- shaking condition completely? Yeah, I, I will. I'll, okay, I'll you have one Benny left now. All right, so then, okay. all right, so go ahead, make the agility check at a minus one. Actually, you're going to do, th- you're going to do, are you doing anything other than retrieving your weapons? 
That's all I'm doing right now. All right, open locker. All right, so you, that's that's going to be uh, you, a my, you're going to make the agility check at a minus five. Okay. Because you're doing two actions at a minus one for wounds. Okay. Um, okay. Do I do I subtract it on the hero roll too? Yeah. Yes, on both all ones. Right. Okay. So uh, I rolled a, a, a five on the hero roll, and the so that's a zero. Is that a total? Of, is that a net five? No, you got a five on his hero die, which would be a zero. Zero. And what did you get on your? Okay. And what did you get on your agility? Six total. With with the minus six, I, I, I rolled a twelve. Oh. Son of a gun. Okay. So you have vaulted uh, that and gotten your stuff out, and you're now got your equipment on. On? Or just in hand? Okay. In hand. I'm assuming he didn't actually, you know, I mean, but more or less. Yeah, you don't have your you have you don't have your armor on and all that stuff. You have your gear in your hands. No, no. No, If yeah, you want to pull your gun out, that's fine. It's I don't really I think at this point that'd be part of pulling it all out. All right. Okay. So, okay, the police get to go. Um, no, the police already went. They were. What they do? I don't know. What, what do they do? No, they. Oh no, these guys. That's police and the yeah. Guys. All right. You had police in the back I, I, in the van. Uh, okay, because right. So the uh, the police go and pull their weapons and basically just start firing. In the direction of the van, like crazy. Because, well, actually, I, I said they had to make a roll to see whether or not they realize. And I'm going to basically give them a plus two because there's a bunch of them. Well, I yelled, there are guys with guns. Right. But, so that's four, and with your aid. All right. So they basically pull their weapons, they come rushing out, and they're like firing at the van. Okay. Um,. There's a total of uh, six of these guys. Two, two, yeah, six. Firing their handguns. So. The AK guys as well? No, those guys are still. <laughs> these guys haven't come back yet. <laughs> it's only been one round. They, they were running away, trying to get far from the, the glass and stuff. Okay, I've rolled this twice. All right, so that. Look at that. These sucky rolls, man. Terrible. Well, the second guys are all going to ease, so. Better. All right, we got a seven. A we get two and a six. Okay, so two of them fire. Okay, and that's a six. Okay, and, um, and that's uh, a nine. Okay, so... Um, one of the guys uh, gets shaken. Uh, let's see if it's which one is. Which one is first one? Second one and, and the second one. Okay, so the third one, which is the guy with the actual machine gun, uh, doesn't get hit. So uh, so one of the guys takes a wound and collapses. The other guy is shaken. The guy with the machine gun isn't shaken. He's just going to start hosing at the front of the building again as the as the van pulls out as fast as he can. So he's going to roll his uh, his dice. It's drive. <laughs> he's screaming, drive, you idiot, drive. 
The police didn't like hit a tire or anything. They were firing at the people. No, they weren't hitting the tires. Alright, so hell of a drive. So two two hit. Uh one is with a raise. Where do I go from here, Okay. Uh these guys jump off the ledge. These guys are wearing body armor. So we're gonna have two D eight. Um Plus a D6. Let's see what that does. And uh, that is explodes. And okay, one of the police officers drops to the ground. Possibly dying. And the second one. Which side? What? Which side? On the right. My right or your right? Well, they they basically, they. they, these guys ran forward. Oh, okay. Okay. And so the guy on the right basically took it in the gut and fell. The second guy, um, that's a six, and he basically sucks it up with his body armor. So, uh, so, unfortunately, so unfortunately, one of the police officers looks like he's in really bad shape. He, of course, it's still the golden hour. They might be, he might be able to help him. Okay, and the van pulls away with the music. You know, he probably should have used suppressive fire rather than uh, what he did, but that's just me because I'm not used to the system. Right. Okay, so um, new initiative. Seven, king, king, eight. Did you reshuffle Nine. because of the Joker? Oh, I didn't reshuffle because of the Joker. So you unshake, uh, Ben unshakes, but doesn't. Uh, I can't, it's, can't do anything. An, an action unless you want to spend the Benny. No. I'm fat. I can't swim. <laughs> I will. I will get that. Okay. Um, that was the jack. Um, so we're going next to the, uh, the ten, ten, I guess. Okay. So the police officers uh, run Did out. Do the ace? No, the ace already went. That was the bad guys. They, they were drove off. Police run outside with their pistols to fire some more. Uh, and there's nothing for them to fire at, unfortunately. Um, uh, Four. They. Uh, um, they do notice the grenade laying there on the ground. Uh, a little, a little concerned about that. Trying to give it a, a, a wide berth. <laughs> so throw, throw it in a manhole cover or something. Yeah. Throw it in the sewers if there's like. Well, they don't want to touch it at this point. They just want to leave it alone. You know, it could, it could go off at any moment. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say. Um, then. Uh, uh, one of them is going to uh, run up, you know, running. But at this point, of course, is you know, you can hear the thunder, sound of of uh, people coming as as you know, and then the the two police officers with the AK 47s burst through the door. Uh, well, oh wow, the million uh, hero. The they they, bur- they burst through the uh, push as- push aside the you know, the frame the glassless frames. Uh, and uh, come you know, running forward, but they're not going to get all the way through the building at this point. They'll be in, basically up here to the front of the lobby of the entranceway at the end of the round with a whole bunch of police officers coming after them. Uh, with, uh, with 
some of them with with guns, um, uh, um, and, and, a, and a whole bunch of them with like their pants legs pulled up, you know, because that was their mm-hmm. the ones that, you know they're supposed to turn those things in, but they didn't. Some of them you know, had their holdbacks, they're pulled out. Uh, a couple other ones have you know some various billy clubs and things like that in their hands, um, but okay, so um, that's pretty much all they can do right at this moment. The guys outside are yelling, "We got a nutty blue grenade out here! Not really. Call the bomb squad!" Who luckily is on like the second floor. Yeah, it's like the police. Actually, yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> More on the first floor. Pretty convenient. Back around Basement. the back side where they've got stuff for that sort of thing. Basement. All right. So that's them, uh, which brings us over to you. So I uh, get up and run over towards the locker. You know, there's still a lot of commotion. This van sped off. I don't know if there's a repeat attack coming or right. or what. So uh, I, I head over towards the locker and... Um, I don't like being You know, my, my intents are to just go and, and collect my things. Uh, do I need to make any sort of a roll since I'm not necessarily like run and jump and grab my stuff? I'm just basically going over and, you know, as quickly as I can, but not with any intention of, um, you know, holstering and turning around and starting even shooting or anything. At this point, are we out of combat where I can just do that is what I'm asking? Um, I think you can. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we really need to roll for that anymore at this point. Unless somebody has some action they want to take that uh, will. Okay, first, I'll, I'll get my stuff. That will I'll, get us back into combat. Um, first, first I don't have first aid, so I'll let the people with the first aid do it. I'll grab a. Did they have a first aid kit behind over here? Oh, yeah. I'll get I'll get it. Slide, <laughs> slide over the counter and go to the guy. What's okay. the. Um, just curious, on the first aid kit, it, what is the. Oh, yeah, yeah. Technology uh, in it. Is this like 1940s this, first aid? I think that. Or is this like out. more modern? No, he's, it's, oh, it, yeah, he's, he's moving. It's slightly. modern. It doesn't have, you know, like, you're not going to. They, they don't have like the defibrillator, you know, but they do have, you know, all, you know, tourniquets and, and antibiotics, and they probably have an EpiPen in there. I'm asking Epi- because there's bonuses if it's like good healing. It, it's worthwhile. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good one. All right, that is a seven. Okay, which would actually be an eight if it's nineteen forty one or better, and a nine if it's twenty ten or better for the technology. And then, well, it's it's an eight then. What they actually say that? Yeah, there's if it's futuristic. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry. That's for the that's for natural healing. That's for natural healing, but there are modifiers based on the quality. You you lose two if. If you don't have, have a kid, you lose, you know, things. Okay. Anyways, the point is, is that it, it'll, it'll, the guy, the guy will basically go into a, he'll, he'll, he'll recover a wound and he'll go into um, uh, shaken status from from that role. So he'll he'll recover. Okay. So it's, it just needs to be bandaged up and taken off to the hospital, get stitched up properly. And Zach needs to be bandaged up too. So oh. right. Yeah. So do you have anyone right now? Uh, None. Yeah, okay. Don't want to be hospitalized. So nope. it's going to be at a minus one because you're subtracting his wounds from it. Okay. Uh, uh, that'd be a six. Six. Um, a six. Okay. Well, that's going. That will heal one wound. Yep. Yeah. So I guess so, he's shaken. So you are. Uh, yeah. You you are only. Uh, why he's. 
He's already taken the shake it away. He just mm-hmm. had the wound. So you, he, you, your wound has been healed. And now I have to start, like, getting a little piece of glass. Oh. Okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm nice. I slap you. Man up. Ah! Man up. You're a soldier for Pete's sakes. Right. Don't hit those pieces of glass into my skin. Just because you can't see it because I'm blue. It's, they're still there. They hurt. Is he? Does he bleed red? Who? Me. Yes, of course. Okay. He's a blueberry. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just his skin that's blue. I know. Yeah. Um. So what did you do? I'm, I'm just curious. Could you roll me? Um, she got. Could you roll me three d six? She's wherever all the NPCs are. I would have taken 18 points of damage from the grenade. I'm just curious. Yeah. What? If you you wonder how much damage you would have taken. Oh. Which would have been 12 of my toughness, so I would have actually only had three wounds. I'd have been okay. We survived it. I survived. Yeah, assuming I didn't soak it. Right. I spent two bennies to try and... Um, Pretty to try amazing. and throw a grenade. Pretty amazing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Personally, I, I would, except for the fact that this is a heroic game, you just say, okay, you're dead. <laughs> you threw yourself on a grenade. You succeeded in what you were trying to do. They live. You die. You know? Pretty much. Just like, just like in Sin City, you know? It's a fair deal. A young girl lives. An old man dies. Nice. <laughs> you seen the new posters for two, part two? I've seen lots of stuff for two, but yeah. yeah. I saw it. Okay, we gotta we gotta pause this here. All right. So, um, all right. So, uh, and and about this time, uh, running through the door at a speed that you would normally in, out. in, in the door at a speed you would normally <laughs> associate with um, uh, with a car, a vehicle yeah. of some kind, comes a uh, a, a, a short. Perky looking uh, girl. Looks she looks to be in her late teens, uh, with uh, springs instead of legs. And when I say springs, I'm talking about this thing that's kind of bent on an angle, and she's like springing on it like a jet, like a kangaroo would. Okay, uh, and she has plastic arms, and she comes rushing, running in, and. And sees you and says, "Oh my God, I'm I'm so sorry. It it was really hard to find you. Um, and who might uh, you be? Kate Kate told me where you were supposed to be, and you weren't there. Oh wow! And who are you? <laughs> Amongst the chaos. <laughs> yeah. Um." You, uh, he says she I, has plastic arms and she has plastic and, arms and metal uh, from like the thigh down. Oh my gosh, she's a middle mid thigh down. Well, this is just reseller. Otherwise, she would have healed by now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Um. Gosh. Um. Uh, the police are a little bit nonplussed by this. Uh, they 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 have her under the sights and and uh, and she just and she just kind of looks over him and she says. I'm with him. <laughs> Not with them. 
<laughs> she's cool. <laughs> I, I go ahead and say she's cool. All right, she goes over and shakes your hand. I shake her hand, and and and, 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 and the grip she doesn't is, have limbs is to... really significant. Oh, she does. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> she she says says she looks at him. She says, "Don't underestimate me. Size isn't everything." Not at all. I'm I'm just curious at her arms. Josh, am I size to you? No, not Anyways, at all. Anyways, <laughs> her, her hair's a big ponytail down her back. Is it curly? Uh, not really. It's no. straight. As a matter no. of fact, she looks kind of Japanese. Okay. But she's blonde. Mm. <laughs> Very rare. No hidden on her. What, whatever do you mean? He means she looks teenage, so she's probably Late teens. Age. He said late what? teens already. I picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> I just look... <laughs> Anyway, she, she, she says, I'm, I'm, I'm here to protect you, and I promise I will do that from this point on. Yeah, we apparently, I don't even know what this was about. Well, she says, he says, I don't think the police would throw a grenade in their own buildings. So I don't <laughs> think it has anything to do with your current troubles. Are you, do you have somebody else who's mad at you? I have no idea, but my friend here might. Yeah, it, it could be his business. Hard to say. I'm assuming they're after that guy, and I point at one of the guards. Maybe. Yeah. Dumb. It's very interesting what happened. Hey. Yeah. Anyways, hi, Al Alfie. She waves her Alfie. hand. Alfie. Yeah. Uh, go to from? It's some Mermel name that I remember. Mermel or something? Oh. Melmac. Melmac. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it. Alfie Melmac. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not Alf, it's Alfie. Yeah, Alfie Melmac. That could be her name. <laughs> Which will be awesome in my work. <laughs> All right, anyways. Sorry, I'm Ralph doing. Yeah. I am just... I am just enamored by her arms and her lower, tor lower tos torso. Yeah. I'm, I'm just enamored by everything in between. Because she got spring legs. I'm like, yeah. wow, you must have traveled really fast to get here. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's one of the reasons she hired me. She uh, says you guys tend to move fast and they need somebody to keep up with you. So, uh, Oh, by the way, uh, she said that she needs to talk to you. Okay. After I, after I put the last bandage on um, on Zach, yeah. I, I go to the side with her. No, no she says that, that you Kate. need to talk to oh, Kate. Oh, I, I need to talk to Kate. Okay. Yeah. You got I, her card. Yeah, I, I'll call her. I'll ask one of the, guy, one of the people on the back counter. Uh, can I use a, one of your phones? No. <laughs> I just saved your life. Come on. Sorry, official business only. I don't make the rules. There's a, there's a pay phone right outside on the corner. I got <laughs> Here, here's a dime. They're 25 cents. Actually, they're a dime. <laughs> I, go ahead, I go ahead and take a dime. But a dime is worth like 35 times as much as it is. $3.50. Yeah. I take a dime. Okay. I'll be like, <laughs> I don't know. I keep changing what, karma. what it is. Nickel, penny. Remember, karma does happen. I think it'd probably be a penny considering... What, okay, let's let's not, give you a penny then. <laughs> Whatever, a penny. I go I go okay. to the payphone. All right. I call her. I call Kate's office. All right. Oh, she she comes up. Hey, hey. Alex. 
No, Alex. <laughs> Silas. Silas. I'm sorry. Another customer. <laughs> Silas. Hey, I got good news for you. What's that? They want to settle. They want to settle for how much? Well, it's it's not, it's it's how much and. Okay, how much and? Okay. Uh, they they want you to uh, to plea to uh, uh, malicious mischief. Okay, and what's and what do we get? What do we get on our, our plea deal? Okay, that's the that's the plea deal. Yeah, I know, but what's what's what what, what is the settlement? I mean, let me the and. The what and. is the and? Okay, <laughs> the and. Okay, uh, remember remember the number I was asking for? Yes. Okay. And how much was that? That number was. I only have a running total right now. I have um, I have three hundred and nine Akron dollars. Her consultant fee for how many days she worked? No, no, no. How much they were asking for their piece of the action? I mean, how much they were asking for the countersuit? The what the what the what the countersuit was against the police department? The countersuit was. It was four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. New yeah. Pittsburgh dollars. New Pittsburgh. Okay. okay. They're um he says they're offering fifty thousand. And they are willing to um fire the two guys. And they're also going to uh uh drop the charges against your uh furry buddy. Because if, if, if it didn't happen the way they said, then they can't bring charges. Mm -hmm. sure. Is there any way we can settle for a little bit higher total? <laughs> well, they didn't want to do it at all, and they wanted uh, they wanted the uh, they wanted you to do jail time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the I was basically working to try to push the criminal charges down. Okay. while still trying to maintain, I can I can try for more. I just thought maybe you'd like to know. Uh, 50, I mean, fifty thousand sounds pretty pretty much. It also means that as soon as the the, the papers are done, you're free to leave the environ if you've got other business at, at, at hand. Okay, let's let's go ahead and file and get get the paperwork, get the copies of the paperwork done. All right. I got. Uh, as a matter of fact, Miss Alfie has just made it. Miss Malmick has just made it to the office here. Uh, she was Malmick. Yes. Uh, I know who Alfie is. Oh, I thought her last. No. Time. <laughs> I, I like the Alfie Malmac. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, it's player participation. You may as well use it. All right. All right. Alfie Malmac. Let me go and write that down. <laughs> I'll never remember that. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll remember it. Oh, yes. Just so nobody thinks that I'm like, you know, uh, some of these names sometimes it sounds like maybe they're... Uh, Lifted. Lifted, yes. Well, yeah. I mean, like, they like Ronaldo McDonald. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. Ronaldo. Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah, well, Doc Brown is actually is Doc Brown, so <laughs> it's not quite the... He actually looked like Doc Brown. Okay, well, <laughs> well Miss Malmec has arrived. All right. Um, well, uh, has, has she been useful so yeah. far? She has came She has came in, and so far right now, she's just passed this. She's been very useful right now. Yes. All right. I, I'm going to tell you right now that she's expensive, but she's worth it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it's on your dime, you know, you'll, um, but I'm just telling you that it's, uh, uh, I've been very pleased with her, her performance. Uh, and, uh, you know, just. Where did you find her? She <laughs> uh, she's from Noram. 
Noran. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to be t- talking to her. After yeah, the they. Uh, uh, she literally caught a plane that was taking off from Noran uh, under heavy uh, 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 a killer robot fire, and literally clung on the back of it until she got off to a new environ. Wow. <laughs> so uh, she was pretty. She was pretty motivated. Well, it sounds like she was. She's a survivor. She's definitely a survivor. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what height you'd have to fall from her to kill her. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's she's probably more machine than she is a uh, human. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which if you have some questions about why she still has limbs that look like they do, that's why. Okay. So. Oh, I definitely will. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get the paperwork paperwork started. But uh, but uh, but otherwise, she's all girl. Oh, I'm not worried about that part. Yeah. I'm just, tell- I, I, I'm she's, she's I'm just telling you is that don't you know don't treat her like she's you know like a like she's a robot or something. Oh no, she's not. No, it's I'm just intrigued. Toaster. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! You <laughs> wish not there. You know. wish she was fracking. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So, um, but um, anyways, so just uh, let me know how she works out because um, uh, she's kind of been like a. Um, you know, like a kid's sister for me. Oh, I definitely. Well, then, if, in that case, I'll make sure I watch her back as much as she's going to be watching mine, and I'll make sure she stays. Well, don't do that. I mean, her job is to is to protect you. Okay, I understand that. your your safety is always going to be her primary concern, and if you try to protect her, you will probably be getting in her way. All right. So just do just go about your business and let her do hers. All right. How long will it take to get this paperwork done? Um, we can get it done. Uh, uh, we, uh, I will definitely submit it. Um, it'll probably take uh, about a day to process it. Okay. Uh, and of course, uh, and, and the final signatures. So we can probably get it done uh, first thing in the morning if you want to. Okay. Uh, is that okay? That'll be fine. No. I'll I'll probably be I'll probably take um. Alfie down to uh, New, New Philadelphia. New Philadelphia tonight for the part for the party that we're probably going to be participating in. Oh so, well, I'm sure she'd like that. And do you want do you want any favors from this party by any chance? Uh, you know, uh, you know, drop my name uh, in in the ears of uh, anybody who looks rich. I would appreciate it. I will come by your off. I will come by your office probably in the next forty-five minutes or so. Get give me give me some card stock, and I'll take it down there. Okay. Remember, I I do have your um uh, uh I, I do ha- have your att- power of attorney. Yes. So if you don't make it back tomorrow morning, I can still sign the papers. Okay. But you will have to go through um um. Right, and and that's and that's it because I mean you don't even have to come to court when they go and they they uh, do the uh, malicious mischief charges. Okay, all right. So, sounds sounds excellent. Thank you so much for. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, I will talk to you either later. I'll talk to you in the next forty five minutes or an hour. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so, Alfie. Hey, boss. You don't have to call me boss. You can call me Silas, please. Okay. Um, <coughs> tell me about yourself. I just heard. I heard. Uh, besides Miss Kate mentioning about about how well you are. I mean, Noran. Wow. Yeah, it's I've a little. Di- it's a little different from here. A lot less dying going on. 
You survived that. Well, yeah, it's um, pretty good. We, we, we walk outside. We walk outside. <laughs> we, we crunch through and have a nice court. Crunch through just yeah. broken these, glass. Those, me- those metal uh, bands that she walks on, yeah. they just crush the the glass as, as they as they go down on them. There's you know she's you know it's possible you know she doesn't look like she's very stealthy. I'm not worried about stuff. I'm just gonna walk. We're gonna walk to the. Is there a hot dog stand standing out there? Oh, somewhere nearby. Sure. We're gonna to go to a hot dog stand. Bump that. <laughs> oh, unless the, unless the police wants us to question. Uh, of course they do. Okay. But you know they'll 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 let you go over and get a hot dog. How far yeah. how far out is the explosion? Like said debris. Oh no! It, it fired out directly from the door, so it basically uh, peppered the side of, of the uh, van, uh, scratching the paint on it, and then also fired off into the street about 15, 20 feet. Any bystanders are hurt out there? Um, none that you saw. Okay. I think probably uh, any bystanders who saw these guys running, pull, pull, screeching to a stop in front. Running inside, and a guy pull, pulling one. Well, no, that guy was inside. He wasn't obvious. Okay? Oh, okay, but just the fact these guys suddenly run off and are pulling grenades out. I mean, I mean, unless you were totally not paying attention, then uh, in which case you were really surprised when all of a sudden the glass was firing. At which point they probably threw themselves on the ground. Yeah. So, all right. So you're um. And so she goes over and you and she 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 looks at uh. She says, "Okay, I like a hot dog with everything on it." You heard the lady. Especially jalapenos. I am. She says, you can't make it too hot for me. Okay. And the guy's like, really? She oh, says, really? Give her the hottest. Give us. Give her the hottest. So, stuff so he pulls out this this hot stuff and like that. He puts it on there. He says, and she, she says, okay. He says, now, this is still going to taste good, right? He says, well, if you like all that stuff, it's still going to taste okay. good. She says, all right. And she well. proceeds to eat it. Doesn't you know break she, a sweat? Just chews it up. She says, "Yeah." He says, "It's uh, it's not bad, not bad." He says, uh, "I think there's a little too much." He says, "It says it even's got some cat in it too. I like that." <laughs> cat dog. <laughs> yeah, cat hot dog. Yeah, the wow. guy, and the guy's like, "I don't have no cat in my hot dogs." Sure you don't, buddy. I get mine with sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah, and she proceeds to eat it, you know, and uh, you know, um, and and, you, and when she finishes, you can see that her fingertips are slightly discolored mm-hmm. from the stuff that was in the hot dog. Oh wow, a little like red and whatnot. Well, it's it's it's, it's, it's a little a little uh, you know reddish brownish kind of uh, oh, so discoloration. She, she got and she's got and she's got a little from, bit of that like on, from, on her like, lips as well. Like like from like hot stuff or like because the, the meat in it is colored red. No, it's more like the hot stuff because okay. of the, the high temperature. You know. Hey Dad, come and give her a kiss. I'm not there. I'm in the lobby I'm, still. I'm messing. Yeah. I'm just messing with you man. <laughs> oh is is there stuff in the lockers actually okay, or is is any of it like stuff that was near the lockers that were blown out? Anything, whatever was in the locker, they threw it in, assuming that it was. Uh, uh, I assume that was an open locker because it, yeah. I, would, I would go for it. Yeah. Um, but everything that's in the lockers are fine. That's the whole point. If something was to explode inside the locker, then everything else would be safe. Okay. Uh, so no, you, all of your stuff is fine. All right. Um, you know, there's. Uh, 
other than you know going around and uh, looking for fragments and uh, you know because t- they can sometimes follow the explosives you know mm-hmm. by checking it and stuff like that. So the, the 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 guys from the police lab are down there checking stuff. There's also an unexploded grenade that they probably and there's an unexploded grenade that they're very interested in taking very carefully to check for fingerprints. Mm-hmm. You said they got the bomb squad on it. Yeah, the well, bomb squad is going to take it and isolate it in a canister or something. And they're going to, uh, well, they're, they're they're going to put it into uh, uh, into a canister. And if nothing happens for a couple of days, they're going to try to disarm it. Okay. I mean, they're just going to see. Oh, yeah. Actually, they'll put it in there and they'll shake it up. You know, they and might neutralize even, the um, you know, chemically see see if they can cause it to go off. You know, yeah, chemically so, neutralize the. Um, Trigger. Maybe try to use some wall to use it inside of a room with some wall to try to take it apart. Mm-hmm. Would that sort of ruin the fingerprints? No, not if they take it apart with some wall does. Oh. So, anyways, but uh, mostly if they could just get the detonator out of it, which isn't that hard to do, it unscrews. Mm-hmm. But they just don't want to do it with their hands because mm-hmm. they expect it to go off at any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so they're 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 busy doing that. Uh, they come out. They'll they'll take your statements. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remember, they'll, they'll, they'll t- uh, ask you guys to come back inside and go yeah. up to the that uh, fifth room, fifth floor, and go into one of those those things, and and basically they'll take your statement, uh, ask you some, uh, uh, ask you questions, and mm-hmm. uh, and at which point they have you sign it, yeah, and uh, uh, and proceed to. Uh, of course, the big question they're saying is, uh, he says, "Do you think that you were the target?" We don't know. Well, he could have. It, it could have been his business. Um, well, it could have been your business too. True. So you're telling them. I, why I you, you're telling them it could be <laughs> Officer Dan's business. Okay. I, it, it could be that the stuff you came in here for. See, this is why I don't let them in on my personal affairs. I thought like I'm you. Just, Bruce is all like, oh, I thought we know what. I, I thought you heard what it was. I'm not worried about it because I'm. If we heard, if we haven't heard what it was at this point, then I don't say anything. I mean, they and if we have, I've well, suggested that, that's, it, but that's what you did here because I don't think that's the point. I think the point that Dan, the officer Dan, would be playing about would be the fact that he may not want every Tom, Dick, and Harry in to know about his his uh, uncovering of the secret journal. I didn't say of like Sam Blackwell. Or well, you, now you like said that. it's my business, so now they hold me on questioning until they get until I tell them what it is. And then there are probably inside people uh, inside the organization that are working for Butcher Boy, yeah, like, dirty, double, cops, dirty cops. And, and you know, in general, this is why I, I'm yeah. just saying I prefer to yeah, handle well, my own affairs. So they're going to ask you what 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 is his business that you think is part of? Uh, it's it's something he went in to talk to the investigators about before, whatever it is. So you basically have you told us. Are you, are you going to tell you me? You were in the room with the Interpol him. guy when I did the reveal because right. I was So are you going to tell them everything that you know? <laughs> I'll say talk to him. No, they're going to ask you, you know, very specifically. He says, he says if you want to leave this, uh, leave this room anytime soon, you need to tell us exactly what you mean when you yeah, say he, that. Yeah, he was providing evidence about a criminal to the investigators and maybe the criminals are after him. Okay. All right, so uh, you uh, so all right, so this goes on. They, they 
They, uh, they, they'll grill you for information. This, this takes this, what would have been a simple thing, uh, last about another hour. <laughs> well, can, uh, I ask, can I leave with, with, um, Alfie? Yeah. Alfie's like, I just got here. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 she could vouch for that. And, and what, what do you tell them about, uh, uh, about what's going on with all this I saw, grenade thing. All I say is, uh, when I was walking out the door, I just saw some guys just come out of the car and plick, pop the pineapples and threw them into the threw them into the um station. So I mean, you don't I, think this has anything to do with you or the people you're associated with? Not at all. I mean, this this could be a random bombing for all we know, <laughs> or they were trying to get a witness. And I mean, I'm not trying to pursue that red herring there. All right. So anyway, so they come, uh, the they, they they keep you in there. They confer with each other. They come back and say, "Why do you assume that it has nothing to do with your group when so and so is providing evidence to the Hinderpole about uh, Sam Blackwell?" You don't think that that was a, a retaliation yeah. against your group for having such evidence? I wouldn't. I wouldn't understand why they would be so fast to go ahead and retaliate. I mean. Well, I don't know. How, how long has he had this evidence? I would not. I would not even know. I mean, this uh-huh. this was something new to me, to me myself. Okay. I, All right. Like, so and, this whole thing instead of taking fifteen, and I'm living, and I'm living, and, and, and I kind of grill them too because you guys, you guys attacked me at the airport. <laughs> That's probably takes an hour because yeah. you're snarky at them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, snark, I'm snarky at them. <laughs> you know, they, you know, they haven't signed the they haven't signed the papers. Yet. Yeah, I'm not saying they signed the papers. I mean, I'm just saying is that you may not you might not want to be in the middle of police headquarters and yeah. you know because there's some there's some cops that probably lost their jobs over this. So yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, so they finally let you guys all leave, um, and um, uh. And they actually have to let you guys out another door of the building because uh, the uh, the press have arrived and they're covering the outside. And there's a particular press uh, crime reporter who's asking a lot of questions. And, uh, oh, our favorite, Jules Pierce. Is Jules, Julie Pierce is out there. Yes, Julie Pierce with with Jocko, her her photographer. And uh, I'll anyway, so you get that man's camera. <laughs> you know, if I if I do, I notice she's there. No, they basically they they're tr- they're they're actually just figuring that all this mess down there they they don't necessarily <laughs> want to uh, uh, you know cause any problems. However, uh, they will send you out to her. No. Yeah, the, 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 you will know. They're just basically going to send you out there. This is okay. You're free to go. And you go walking out there. You can see that she's out there in the me, press. And me, 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 okay, fine. Me and Alfie just walk right past. Right. Uh, Jules says, "Hey, Silas." He says, "I got." Uh, he says, "Tell me what's going on." We, you know, I he says, "Talk to the guys up in there." Says he sure? He says I I, I, I hear tell that uh, your case is uh, is is uh, turning up on on the on the good side. Talk to guys in there. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 Alfie. <laughs> Alfie basically uh, <laughs> uh, Alfie just 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 literally shoulders her aside. Just you know just just basically uh, tr- you know uh, staggers a little bit and. 
and, 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 and falls against her and knocks her ten, two squares. Wow. And she, and, and she catches herself and says, oh, man, I'm sorry. And these legs, they're kind of precarious at times. <laughs> Jocko runs over and helps her up like that. Yeah, looking over. He's taking pictures of the two of you. While, while this, while this happens, can I can I do that and bump and actually knock out the camera and hopefully break the camera? Uh, you want you get arrested? You want in on this? Okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, make a fight, make a fighting I check. Completely avoid them because we don't need to have arrested party members again. This the team is well, going got, to get into an altercation with the with the press. I feel like I feel like this is. You, but wait a second, uh, you know, uh, uh, Zach. You, you, you're, you're, I thought he's the only one who goes. Out he's the, the only one who went out the front. They basically led the other, t- uh, the rest of the team out a side door. Was I held behind, or was I released as well? You were released. You were all released at the same time, except that they led him out first, so you never saw him. And they just said, if you asked them what happened to him, and you said, says, oh, he's he's already left. He's, he, 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 I'm sure you'll be able to find him outside the building. So I actually stop in. Uh, I go from the questioning room to the Interpol office. Okay. Um, as they're being let out, and I say, I'll catch up with you guys in just a minute. Okay. Uh, I ask to speak with uh, the tall guy again. Yeah, Caldwell. Caldwell. I ask to speak with uh, Agent Caldwell, the tall one. Yeah. Again. Uh, is he still there? Um, yes, he is. I walk in and I shut the door. Okay, and his sister is there also. Okay. She's sitting over going through papers at that desk. I say, Caldwell. I point at him. I say, I don't know if you uh, looked out your window or or maybe, you know, heard, heard any thumps, but uh, in the lobby of the building we just had some... Uh, some guys drive by in a van and toss some grenades. Just yeah, uh, you should know. I heard you guys were okay, and indeed we are. Okay. Well, I um, he said it, it. It certainly lends a little more a little bit more credence that this book is authentic, don't you think? Absolutely. But uh, I, I just wanted you to know if uh, you um, didn't hear about it, just so so you're um, aware that you know you should maybe. Get, get a, a security detail or make sure you're always um, with sidearm. Yeah, I'm always with sidearm. Just make sure that you, you're you watching your back and, um, you know, try and get this off to, to you know, the, the main branch of Interpol ASAP so that, you know, there are no... Yeah, it's, it's in the crime lab right now. So there, they should be have a report back to me in another few hours. <laughs> At which point we have to decide then whether we want to take it over to... Uh, uh, to right. almost Canada. This may or may not gotcha, gotcha. Well, all right. So yo, know, be safe, man. Need to write this Thanks. I turn and wink at his sister again. Oh, she <laughs> she looks at you. That's a seven on my seven. persuasive nice. wink. Oh, okay. She looks at you <laughs> and just shakes her head. <laughs> she said, yeah. "She look and she says anything." Uh, is uh, anything in a uniform, huh? <laughs> Say not, not anything. And uh, I walk over and out of my, um, out of one of my little little pockets of my, uh, uh, like camo, not not camo, but like my khaki, like extra pockets on the side, cargo pants. That's right. the word I'm looking for. Cargo pants. Uh, I pull, I pull out my business card. And I give it to her. I say, 
you know, feel feel free to give me a, a call if you want to talk about the case or, or anything, you know. Okay. Thanks for the info. And uh, I forgot McCoy. Thank you. I forgot his, forgot his last name. Mr. McCoy. You too, Miss Caldwell. Caldwell. Uh, Inspector Caldwell. Inspector Caldwell. Well, I mean, just so I can differentiate you you and your brother, he, he's the one I, I know as a agent Caldwell. I know you both are, but, uh, you know, what, what's your, your first name? Just so I can... Uh, uh, agent. Agent. <laughs> <laughs> Inspector. Yeah. Inspector. Yes. If you have to make a distinction, I'm a lieutenant as well. Well, Miss Lieutenant. We'll of course, we're going to be later. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, so... And then I walk out. All right. She just... Yeah. And then I catch up with them down the lobby or whatever as they're being escorted out. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, like I said, they're... Um, uh, there's actually a police officer who's waiting for you. Okay. And he leads you out one of the side doors. Okay. And they're already outside and uh, you guys have already had your your altercation <laughs> uh, so to speak. And so Actually you I have... ask where I ask, I ask uh then where where Silas is at. Where's the source we he went you off the other way. I don't know where. You don't know where he is. Yeah, he, he yeah, just went off the other way. I ask the Maybe officer that's escorting us down. I say, do you know where uh, Silas is? The guy we were traveling with? Uh, not He was here for Another officer escorted him out. I'm sure he's fine. Okay. I, I look around and I don't see him in the alleyway or where we are. Yeah. Uh, you guys can always call him on your walkie-talkie. No, I don't. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, so you guys leave. Yeah. You know, and I had, leave. I had the case stills office to get some car, get the car stock. Right. So. Um, and any of her little ads. Sure. Mostly, it's just a card. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to carry a lot of stuff with people yeah. these days. You know, just having a card in your wallet is usually more than is is, is a lot. You know, that real, you know, those, those breast pocket real estates, you know. Um, all right, so you guys uh, travel. Um, uh, at which point, you're, it's, it's running kind of late because um, so, uh, it took an hour, so you really don't have time to go over and do that. Uh, um, so your best bet is, is just to run over, is to get over to the train station because you, because otherwise you're gonna, you're gonna miss your train. Oh wow. It was that. It was that late night. I thought it was. Late. We were held for questioning for like an hour. For an hour, so that'd yeah. be about. We went into Inter- We went into Interpol for a meeting. Okay. Right. How long was that meeting? Well, it was right after lunch. Remember, we had lunch at Permani's. It was kind of a late lunch. I caught you guys at the tail end because right. I was getting some tail. So it's probably. So I maybe got there at like two. We wound up over at right. Interpol probably so by two. Where's the hotel in relation? We to went this. through the. Process of speaking with them that's maybe up to three thirty. We went yeah, down to the train, lobby. The trains run every four hours, so you have to get yeah. the four o'clock train. <laughs> four o'clock train. Okay. Yeah, so you're really pushing it close at this point. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, two to three, three to four. Mm-hmm. You're basically getting out almost four o'clock, so you're gonna have to rush for the train to get it. Okay. Okay. Can so. I, in that case, can I say that Natasha is nearby instead of at the hotel room? Yes, you may okay. say that Natasha's nearby. Yeah. 
going to even say that she all went, went over to the train station because okay. she was expecting you guys at four. So. And then she sees me ready to cut some of my face with pieces of glass. Oh, you know, she's like, you know. She's blue. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's kind of striated. He's got red and blue, you know, and yellow and, and it's probably some bruising, but you can't see that because of the, the purpling in places. Surprisingly, surprisingly, Alfie has her card information, some card information for her. For, oh, um, Kate's cards. Kate's okay. cards. Okay. Well, she probably does. Yeah. She's she's always trying to get Kate more business. Also, those little white things are there things you don't say that make sense. Yes. Uh, See, that's what it's all about. All right. So, so you guys, so you guys manage. You. you guys manage to get uh, get you know. I get uh, my uh, vest and everything out of the locker. Right. As a, as a matter of fact, the train is is uh, is beginning to pull out when you get to the train station, and so little tiny uh, Alfie literally picks you up in a fireman's carry and runs up and catches the plane, <laughs> catches the train. Wow! Do you pull the stop or anything? I probably not. I'm just just uh, you so guys. It's just you and Alfie on the train. Nobody else. No, I'm saying the oh, rest because of... you went out the front. Yeah. You were delayed behind us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was delayed behind you guys. Well, I'm also the fact that, you know, I mean, seeing that when you guys come out, how late it is, you guys had to go to the train immediately. And so you guys get on the train, you know, and you you see her, and then all of a sudden you see that, you know, this... <laughs> it's it's a little... These little tiny metal legs, you know, this big body, and just... You know, and you're probably compl- you're probably objecting yeah. to this. And I'm being- completely surprised. Yeah, and uh, and now, okay, now question. Now the along with the outcome of this um, settlement also means they're no longer looking for the bear. Are they still looking for the bear at this point? And they'll just stop looking in the morning when they sign the papers, or they have they stopped now? Until the papers are signed, the warrants are still, still in effect. Okay, so then we can't bring the bear to the party. Well, you could. You wow. just have to, you know. Like I said, it's the papers have been put in by by the end of the business day. Yeah. Um, so theoretically, it's it, the final judgments will be made in the morning, mm-hmm. which would be the the canceling of everything. So it's a, it's a gray area, you know. It's uh, and also you guys don't have any documentation proving that. Yeah. So it's probably best to leave the bear out yeah. of it. Yeah. You know. On the on the other hand. Uh, yeah, somehow you've managed to pick up um, uh, uh, a Willoughby. Oh, wow. <laughs> Who's, he, he was probably pleading to Natasha to take me along, and she yes. doesn't know any better, so she brings him along. Why not? So, all right, and you're on the train heading down to uh, uh, for the so-called bi- the, the big party celebrating the heroes of... of uh, uh, of New Philadelphia, uh, outside of uh, as uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, uh, the, one of the last things uh, you you guys see uh, is probably uh, uh, a uh, well, actually that wouldn't be their beat, um, but you you see some some people in, uh, in the train car uh, mm-hmm. with some uh, with some press badges, but it's not the the, the, the from Pittsburgh Press, oh, so they're God. heading on down to cover this. This big to do that the mayor just ah. suddenly decided to throw. Okay. So they don't. You, really you know do. who probably tried to kill us? Pollution. <laughs> pollution. Pollution. <laughs> it's pollution coming after you us. You use the latest toothpaste it's and l- rinse out your l- mouth with industrial waste. <laughs> yes. 
All right. So you guys are gonna head on down, <laughs> to and when you get, you know, and it's it's a, uh, and and actually there's is a fairly high spirited train ride. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the train itself does isn't doesn't take that long. It's like say it's a two hour ride. I actually remind that I actually remind Dan. Don't forget to try to find your fr- friend on Ashcan Pete. From the mercenaries. Oh, oh, your little, your yeah, you, 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 want, you wanted to, you wanted to be introduced to Miss Kitty, remember? That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, more Kitty's scratching post. Though. Yeah, well, that that too. That's that's why you try to find her. Yeah. Yep. And I try to go ahead and get it. I'm treating I'm treating um I'm treating Alfie to some any of the spice dishes that are served on the train ride. Well, she, or actually, actually, it turns out she drinks anything, but she doesn't actually drink that much. She yeah. says, "Oh, really? I'm good." He says, "It's uh." You know, I'll, uh, I'll probably uh, I, I could I could go for a day without after all that. Small body size, but uh, I love alcohol. It's very easy to metabolize. Yeah, she's half she's half robot. Her metabolism yeah. is probably crazy. She's probably burned that burned that hot dog off by now. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she actually has an interesting aroma coming off of her right now because of that. <laughs> Because of processing all those uh, yeah. uh, ketones and such, where yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, so uh, like I said, the the uh, the the uh, um, I'm sorry, the um, food car um, is is packed. People were like, you know, drinking and and ordering drinks, and everyone's pretty much getting into a party spirit because apparently the entire town was invited. But because you know they got press badges and things like that. Yeah. You, you, uh, a lot of uh, you're seeing a lot of people dressed in uh, festive party clothes. Basically, the upper crust of uh, New Pittsburgh is uh, you know, going down. Is going down there. And as a matter of fact, it says you notice somebody on the train that you know. Is it um Okay. It's uh Duquesne. Uh it's um uh it's Pablo Parenti. Pablo Parenti. The head of Duquesne Steel Fabrication. Ah. Uh, I walk over to him and I, I say Hello. <laughs> How are you? I see you're you're probably headed to the uh, the party as well. He said he jumps up and he, he shakes your hand. He says, "Yes, I I heard a rumor that it might actually involve you." Apparently, he says apparently the mayor's keeping this under wraps. He's uh, as as the details. Uh, it's it's uh, he's he's got some big announcement and uh, all the you know and and but. You know, I have a feeling that when he talks about the heroes, you know, of of a new Philadelphia, you know, it's, like, it's probably you. <laughs> well, right next to it. Can't confirm or deny, but uh, all right. Well, you got my vote. <laughs> now he's probably drinking too. He probably got a martini in his hand. Oh, are you kidding? He's uh, yeah. He well, he's a Scotch man. I'm pretty oh, he, sure. Yeah, he's, a, he's a he's a he's a blue collar that's that's been uh, promoted. No, I'm a blue collar. Everything. I thought he's the head of Duquesne Steel. He's Duquesne Steel fabricated. He's he's act, he's like the plant manager. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're making money hand over fist now that they're uh, I know up and running again. So right, and they but, don't get blamed for pollution anymore. 
Well, considering the crowd he's in, he probably is probably drinking a martini then. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, when, he, when he's with the workers, he tends to try to keep it real with them, you know, back to his roots. But, Has yeah. the news actually spread about the cause of the pollution yet? And like, is no, that's one reason protest? why there's a big secret. No one okay. really understands what's going on, okay. you know, what the party is. But apparently they're putting a big soiree on and, and uh, you know, and, and there's going to be a big announcement about it. So oh. like I said, but so everyone's just enjoying the mystery of the of the surprise and and uh, you know the fact that it's you know it's there's going to be of course fireworks and and, and you know uh, uh, music and and the whole deal down there is you know. So I actually I actually pull them aside um, and I say, you know I I didn't want to say it with uh, you know everyone else around in such a loud company, but yeah it's uh, it, it is certainly going to be about us so. Well, you um, deserve it, man. You, you guys. Thanks, but you, you know we we certainly uh, you know move around a good bit from uh, from case to case, and uh, you know there's something pretty big we're working on right now. We were actually uh, assaulted a little earlier today, so you know I'm just going to recommend that you know certainly enjoy yourself, but you know keep your back to a wall. Make sure that you know you're aware of your surroundings. Just yeah. All right. Well, let me get my handshake in here because I think I need to stay the hell away from you. No, no offense intended. I'm taking it. <laughs> so I shake, it, I shake his hand. I say, you know, just letting you know if you uh, see it, if you see something, say something. Okay. Well, the problem when he says that he probably snaps and gets a drink and gives you one. Probably. Sure. He's buying. Your money's no good around him. <laughs> So yeah, well, on the train car, like I say, you can be all buddy buddies because basically you you are a, a, you know stuck in that yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, um, as I say, it's a great party. It's a great pre-party to the party mm-hmm. going on down there. Lots of you know, uh, uh, lots of women give you you know give you the eye. A few guys do too. You know? <laughs> uh, an, an occasional uh, uh, an, an occasional monkey comes over and sniffs you. You know, one of them pats you on the back, but you're not sure why. And Willoughby's like, boss, boss. Oh, yeah. Oh. Will, Willoughby's Willoughby's having a great time. <laughs> Willoughby finds out that uh, that that his, that his drink is tequila. Oh no. <laughs> no. So anyways, he, but he does he says, it's a real shame that that uh, Big Sambo can't be here. He's such a party animal. Oh yes he is. But he'll be okay soon. All right. Uh, anyway, so he, uh, but of course, you know, one ounce of liquor is like drinking the yeah, whole like fifth a, for him. He can have a Dixie cup of, yeah. of a shot, and yeah. he's wasted. He pretty much kind of licked a puddle up off 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 the bar at one point. And <laughs> he's like, "What is this? What is that?" And the bartender looks at him and says, "I think it's tequila." Now get the hell out of here, you rat! Yeah. <laughs> he's, "I'm not a rat. I'm a hero." <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. Um, the uh, you guys, uh, they you gain a certain amount of uh, uh, people are like amazed. They keep coming over. And they keep complimenting you on your unusual costume. And boy, you really know how to be in a festive spirit. So they, they sort of assume you guys, they're assuming that your skin coloration is actually something you've done to in honor of the. They're not quite sure what it means. They keep asking you what. So what is the significance of the blue skin? Is regard you know to. 
you started a new fashion now everybody... yeah. I, I assure you it was not intentional but I'm glad you think it goes with the festivities well, you put it into that dialogue pretty quick. <laughs> well, it's not intentional. Go away. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, your girlfriend is telling everybody that. But she's uh, got she's makeup over the blue, blue though, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's the one who blew you. She yeah. got bloobs. Yeah. She got bloobs. <laughs> she's uh, but she's telling everybody that you're doing it because um, uh, it's it's in honor of okay. of, 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 of the. Uh, uh, your the, relationship, the, and that's why you're both blue. No, she's saying she's he's doing it in honor of the the new dawning. You know, the, okay. the blue if, sky. If she attempts to say something, I will go along with it. She's attempting. I will go along with it. She's basically it. trying to say how her you, know, you 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 her husband. She's by the way she's she started calling you her husband by the way during this right. trip. So uh, uh, seems to uh, seems to be. You got her claws into me. Uh, well, if you want to call them that, wow. Will, Willoughby would complain that those aren't claws; those are just yeah. fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of look at my hand. I pull my hand. I pull one of this. Yeah. Test it. Test my hand. Yeah. How, how's it feeling? It's feeling fine. It's doing okay. Doesn't. And I kind of put my hand underneath the table to see if I can get a little shadow underneath there. Any? Hey, does it claw? That's what I'm trying to find out. Real play. Oh, I'm whispering uh, to him as a glow. It, it's in the darkness. You you're do, over. You're in over the darkness. You do, you do see a kind of a glowing pattern on it. Well, if I coming from that, if I'm not skin. there, obviously I don't do it. Because me, yeah, me and Alfie are just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> me and Alfie are together. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Zach can be at our table too because I, I want Zach in this. In the, you know, I'm walking around uh, talking to all the ladies on the train that look okay. like they're not with a gentleman, right? And uh, uh, you know, I'm like, hey. You know this uh, this party tonight. Point. I pointed myself with the thumbs, do a little clicky sound. Say it's it's in, in in my honor. Really? Yeah. What's it all about? I hear it's a big secret. I, I, and I, by the way, I don't do this to anybody that has on a press badge. Okay, that's fine. No, the, the girls are like the you know, the, and usually there are groups of, of two to to, to, to five. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see a very you don't see any of them all by themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the two of them are interested. You know, they're I say, well, let me regale you with a story of heroism. Oh, I'd love to hear that. Wow. Sure. Okay. I tell this elaborate epic story about how uh, we were out to save a girl and she was kidnapped. I don't I don't point at Natasha, she's obviously here and Maybe a little sensitive do we, about the subject. Do we hear you say this Probably not. I mean, it's okay. a big train. You're, you're having your own conversation. It's a big train. It's a big train as a party. And, okay, and most people are not are not really sitting. Like say, they're coming around. They're staying in the aisles. They're talking. Yeah. You know, he says, you know, um, you know the... the, the there's gonna there's only a couple stops. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty much... Everyone pretty much got... You know, uh, so we we stopped by the Amish town to see everybody drinking. And right, they stop by the Amish town and nothing comes off the train. Basically, it just kind of stops. You know, about fifty, about twenty seconds goes by, and <laughs> the train goes again. I open the window. <laughs> okay, dry dry town. <laughs> now, does the train pass like by the water or no? It's okay. it's it's conserved. So, 
So the story I'm telling is, so here I was, up in the trees, Pete to my left, other Pete to my right. The plan was hatched. So it was Pete and repeat. Oh, that's right. Pete and repeat. <laughs> Walking down the street. One of the girls thinks she's clever in that. <laughs> Saying there were these wild men. I'm sure you're, you've heard tales of wild men. Oh, those oh, kinds of wild men. Ravenous beasts of, of men. <laughs> they had her. They had her tied up. They were going to sacrifice her. I heard her. they take women. They do. What do they do to them? Sacrifice them. <gasps> Murder. Such a waste. Absolutely, I agree. I say this and I, I look at her like... And, uh, you know, I just kind of... I tell the tale and I say, and that... That's how we... Thwarted the source of the pollution. Destroying this environment. I don't... Wait, wait, I don't get it. You know, so you tell about the whole bioreactor thing and stuff like that. But I'm not using super technical terms because I'm not a sciencey person myself. But it I doesn't say, look like you're talking to a sciencey person anyway. I say, you know, this is where the uh, chemical waste was coming from. Why it was there, I don't know, but... So it wasn't coming from Duquesne uh, Fabrication Plant. Like like all those people that, that came up from New Philadelphia were saying. Not at all. Boy, you know, I... You know, I, I I, I believed it because it was in a newspaper. Do you think uh, you, so? The reporters got it wrong too, huh? Well, they typically do get it wrong. They jump at the scoop without verifying the facts. Wow! I, I don't. I don't. I, say, I say it's with a very jaded approach towards the newspaper. Oh, it's well. They the, the girls think you deserve a kiss, and so they give you a kiss for being such a hero. They probably give them a double kiss. They kiss one kiss, yes, one kiss. I, I, I do the the hands along the waist, and you know, little, little kiss sandwich goes on as they as they pull. Leaves, you know, leaves, I, I leaves these the, two red imprints on his cheeks. <laughs> I do the the hands around the waists. They don't mind. Mm-hmm. I say, so what are you drinking? And then we just start kind of mingling and talking. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's uh, two different girly drinks, you know. Mm-hmm. One's like a margarita, the other one's like a margarita, um, but it's got it's a different color. <laughs> it's a daiquiri. It's a yeah, whatever. It's a daiquiri. I'm saying it's a different color. So we get the little umbrellas and the fruit floating around inside of it. Mm-hmm. So yes, and they're all dressed in you know um, uh, cocktail dresses and mm-hmm. they're looking very festive with their their high heels and. They're they're small small little purses. It's clear that uh, that they must have a uh, unless they're they're planning on coming back on the midnight train. Uh, well, they're mm-hmm. actually I don't think there is a midnight train. Um, the, the, uh, there's the eight o'clock train. They're definitely not coming on that. So they're probably planning on staying at, at a hotel. They probably already have a reservation. So staying at a hotel down there in New Philadelphia, or with family and friends, somebody that they know. So, but um, uh, they they tell you that uh, they're from uh, uh, the uh, 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 the Vanderwheels. Uh, they're they they're uh, they're related to the mining concerns, and uh, they're uh, you know they're. Their uncles are, are big into the mining, and oh, so yes, your daughters that are into old money, and so they're uh, uh, so they they they're they're well endowed, 
regardless of, of, of other things. Um, and so they're, it's the, so they, they, they basically tell you that they, they pretty much go from one social function to another. And so this, this one, they're, they're real happy about this one because it gets them out of town. Because, you know, sometimes those things can be so dreary. You know, <laughs> it's especially the ones with the, with all the matron ants showing up, you know. The cotillions and such. But on the other hand, he says you do meet some very nice gentlemen there. Are you a nice gentleman? Sometimes. And, and, and when you're not a nice gentleman, what kind of what are you? Extra nice. Uh, you get another double kiss for that. <laughs> he says, see, most guys we talk to, you know, uh, uh, they would say something crude. We can t see that you're a true hero. Because you know how to treat ladies like ladies. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so eventually, they say, it's about a two-hour trip. And you guys uh, eventually get there, get down to the to New Philadelphia. At which point, there's a whole band going in the uh, in 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 the the, the uh, uh, disembarkation, you know, and uh, you know, with, and there's light, there's like lighted tor you know, uh, lights, you know, you know, arrows this way to the party, you know. And of course, there's tons of, 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 of cabbies and rickshaw drivers there to, to take you off your feet in, in case you're a little too tipsy already to get to the party. So, but I'm just saying, is it's like, you know, uh, it's, or if you just decide to ride in style rather than walk it, because it is a, a, a fair distance from I the train station. I don't say this, but I hope nobody throws any grenades there. Probably not. But you know, there's, you, well, you, def you, yeah, you definitely see <laughs> you definitely see lots of uh, 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 of nondescript people wearing overcoats and things like that around. You know, uh, the sun uh, the sun has already set, so it's yeah. pitch black except for the lighting. Okay, what time and does the sun go down? Six or not the sun, but the uh, like lighting. The light goes out. Do they refer to it as the sun. Um, just as a colloquial term, even though it's not um, technically the sun. You know, I, I don't I don't remember what it says in the book, but it's basically when the helium goes out. Yeah. When the helium goes down. I mean, they're pretty. Which good. is kind of they a joke. Did. When the helium goes down, because it's, um, or the light goes out. I don't I don't forget what they call it. Uh, I'll have to check into that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, basically, it's just you were going along, and all of a sudden the lights came on in the train car, and. Uh, <laughs> And it was, uh, you know, and then you just literally saw the light fade away in the outside and it became pitch black out there. It's called Lights Out. Yeah. So, uh, and everyone cheers. Yeah. Because they, cause they also know they're getting close to, the, to, to, to New Philadelphia when that happens. Because that's how the train's set up, you know. Uh, so you pull in just after nightfall, and of course, like I said the band's out there. You go, and they and and, and you, you get wafted oh, this this large crowd of, of probably five hundred people get wafted over to the party, mm -hmm. and which is outside the Capitol on the on their very highly groomed grounds, and all their statues of famous uh, revolutionary figures, mm -hmm. uh, and and. As, uh, and, and as pools and whatever things like that, and there's uh, there is a cash bar. It's not a free bar, okay. but the food is free. 
Oh, okay. So there's lots of uh, all kinds of stations, and they're showing off, you know, uh, medieval. Uh, well, maybe, I'm sorry, uh, revolutionary flair. You know, there's like mold cider. There's um, um, all kinds of herb breads, uh, and of course, you know, there's a couple of cows that have been uh, slowly roasting on a spit for the last couple of days. Ooh. So, you know, one. <laughs> One, 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 one cow comes walking by and goes, he says, yeah. <laughs> he says, is the good Charlie? <laughs> Charlie smells delicious. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> Here, take a bite. <laughs> well, I'm vegetarian. Bad cow, bad cow. <laughs> we take that seriously where I come from. <laughs> he brays at you. I give him a drink. Yeah. yeah, I'm just joking. Let's have a good time. Actually, he has a hat on that basically has the things down, and, you know, aimed inside his mouth. Oh, he has one. He has yeah, because he because he's actually walking on all fours. He doesn't have fingers, hands, and stuff like that. So someone's actually fitted in with a hat that goes over his his horns and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you what, so you feel like a pour alcohol in it. Or? Well, it basically goes into his mouth on the size like where you put a bit. Of, uh, of a halter mm-hmm. and he's just dripping into his mouth slowly so he's, he's getting it slowly from, from gravity do, do it's like, it's like a, a hamster ball kind of arrangement yeah. do bulls still get angered by red or <laughs> they don't actually get angered by red in real life it's the motion they're they're trained they're they're yeah they're 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 they don't have color sense and so they're basically just they they're, they've been trained to notice that particular sh- you know, object so mm-hmm. it's it's just a training thing. They're not really like that at all. Bulls don't care about red way more than any other color. So, and as a matter of fact, they uh, they probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a blue and a red because of the as long as they're the same value brightness. So, anyway, so he, but he's he's going around, you know, and and, and uh, mostly you know be, behaving himself. Yeah, he's a, and there's and I say there's a there's a you know maybe one out of every. Uh, a uh, hundred people there. You'll see. Uh, uh, you know, you'll see an animal. A lot of the animals are actually more in service capacity. When is the mayor's announcement? The mayor's announcement. This is six o'clock. So the mayor's announcement is going to be at uh, seven thirty. Uh, because they figure an hour for everybody to get there, another half hour to get liquored up properly or whatever, yeah. get some food in them, and then he makes he'll make his big announcement at seven thirty. So, and right. And and while you're standing there, okay, mm-hmm. looking at uh, I don't know if you're sticking together at all. Yeah, or, me, me, me and um, Alfie are staying. Well, sticking. But I mean, with the rest of the group, are you guys as a group staying together? I'm wandering around to. I'm I'm flocking to the ladies. He's flocking with the ladies. He's with. He's obviously. I'm assuming we're in a similar vicinity. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm not intentionally, you know, staying within earshot of. Yeah. Oh well, we can. What's Zach gonna do? I'm sort of keeping the watch on Natasha to make sure she. You know what? I'm back in the coat closet with the girls from the train. You gonna do what? I'm back in the coat closet with the girls from the train. By the way, is there a drinking age? <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of like if you, I mean, considering the strangeness in this place, it's it's and there's so few children, okay, compared to the adults. Kind of like if you can if you can put your money on the counter, they'll probably they'll, they'll, they'll pretty much serve you. 
Unless, of course, you do something that shows that you're, you know, irresponsible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, if you come, if you, if, if you look like you're 12 years old and you come staggering up to the bar, they're basically not going to give you anything. But if you come up and you, you politely ask for a beer or ask for a, a, a whatever, they'll, they'll, they'll probably look at you. And they'll say, you know, you know, you, he says, aren't you a little young for this? And he, I'm 90 and years old. He'll say, I'm 90 years old. He says, aren't you a little short to be a store trooper? Whatever. Yeah, aren't you <laughs> short to be a store trooper? Right. <laughs> Remember, that's probably the line they use. That's an excellent line to use for someone who's underage coming up. And <laughs> But anyways, um, so right. I'm back in the coat closet with those girls from the train. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, once that, <laughs> once that finishes... Okay, and you managed to... Uh, so you never left the train, is what you're trying to tell me? Uh, I'm assuming that it doesn't have another run tonight? No, it's it's going to get reloaded. It, they, it, I don't I, think they let actually, you stay on. Actually, they're probably... Uh, I'm trying to remember the speed in which this thing goes. It's just got there at 6. It could leave by 8 and go back. Um now you said there was a train by eight, but that was in the other direction. So yeah, well, there's a train coming down at eight. Oh, also, then, then it would be that train. Well, it could be, but not necessarily. But you would have to leave immediately to get back by eight. So no, so no, this one's probably not going back until the morning. So I'm back in the coat closet with those two guys. Okay, um, right up while while you you know right about when you get really get really busy, all of a sudden the door behind you. Pulls open and these rough-looking rough hands reach in and drag the girls out uh, in whatever state of dress they are, and says, "Get out of here, sister!" And you know, and this this guy with his face that looks like it it, it it met an axe too many times looks at you and says, "Boss wants to talk to you." <laughs> I'm surprised you. So I, I'm, I'm assuming I, I'm looking over my shoulder, kind of, if they were grabbed and pulled out. Yeah, one of them. I mean, I, either you were on the bob and they were yanked off the top, or, or I'm assuming where? they were both on piles of coats and stuff. That oh, I was on. oh, okay, fine. Whatever way you want to do it, you know. Okay. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's describe them. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, they just would have grabbed you and dragged you out and shut the door on the girls. But either way, the point is that you are separated I, from them. Yeah, I say I stand up and uh, I, I turn around, and they can see I'm armed. I'm assuming they're also armed. Harlots leave. Sure. <laughs> yes, they're definitely armed. I say, who's the boss? Uh, and, uh, Teddy Danza. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and he and he looks at you and he says, "I'm sure you know." See, maybe I do. Put some pants on. My my pants are actually on. You take your pants off for this? Not yet. Oh, okay. All right. So, anyway, so the, he basically grabs you with a with a grip of iron and is going to drag you out of there if you don't uh, if you don't come along right now. He doesn't seem to be like he wants to wait. No, I mean, like, I'm phy- I physically have weapons, and I could probably get the draw on. Right. But he doesn't seem to be worried about that, right? as if he has backup, just out of sight. Mm-hmm. So, are you so coming? I say, I say, uh... Um, are you coming along? I say, why doesn't the boss come and see me? <laughs> okay, well... Pete to the hut. 
takes it's you. It's I get this next time. Okay. So uh, you talk first. So you say, I say, why doesn't the boss come and see me? Yeah, he, he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't seem like he's going to answer your questions. He's just basically reaching over to grab you at this point. Uh, I yeah. take a slight step back and I draw my weapons and I say, I asked you a question. Ask the boss. I. I'm I, not going to go anywhere. I, and ask the I, boss. I, I you his, answer the. I ain't his secretary. Go back and tell the boss that. I'm I'm happy to chat with him, but uh, he comes and meets me. He he says the boss is just outside. You dinging. All right, lead the way. Put away the put away the heat. When you start stepping back, I'll put away the heat. Okay, two more guys appear who also now have have uh, machine guns. Mm-hmm. You know they look like like Tommy guns. And he says, put away the heat. I say, take a step back. That's good standoff. <laughs> All right, so uh, they will take a step back. Okay. And I put away the heat. And I say, lead the way. All right, and he turns around and he starts walking off and muttering stuff about jumped up little, little you know... Uh, piles of manure that uh, you know, need need uh, uh, need to learn, you know, his proper place in the world, kind of, and uh, and, and goes out and uh, uh, they le- go they go over to the um, di- the dying car, and sitting there uh, with a, a bunch more, and you you pass like six or seven more guys. In the passageway, and there's guys behind you, in front of you now, on all sides of you, and you uh, you walk into the next into the train car, uh, and sitting there is a tall, fairly good-looking guy, looks Italian, uh, and he looks at you and he says, "Ah, so this is the this is the famous." Uh, Officer Dan McCoy. We are. I am honored that you are that you had accepted my invitation to speak with me. Please come in. I go in. He, 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 and he I, reaches, I, he reaches down, over I, and he, he hands you a uh, a martini. I accept the martini. I okay. sit down and I you know kind of do the the neck pop thing. Go, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I have the little finger cracking. Loosen up my... Uh, says, my name, in case you haven't figured it out, is Sam Blackwell. I said I figured just as much. Yes. Um, that's good, because I'm sure you have places to be. As a matter of fact, I hear that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this whole silly shindig by the mayor is all for you and your friends. Oh, it's for everyone. Everyone was invited, yourself included. Yes, well, uh, I like those. Uh, I, I like those kind of parties, but um, tend to be too many cops there. Well, why don't you come join us? No, I, I like what I'm doing right now. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, "Now, 
I understand that uh, you have gotten your hands on something that belongs to me. And I would like to get it back. No longer in my possession. Well, that's only a small problem. That can be easily remedied. Okay. What is a little harder to remedy is the allegation of what uh, of, of what that thing is. So I would like you to take it upon yourself to first of all inform the various authorities that it is in fact a well constructed fake. And secondly, uh, to, um, oh, that's pretty much it. Uh, if you will do this, then, uh, two things will happen. One, uh, one is, is that you will be rewarded. And secondly, is you will survive. Talking about yeah. rewards. Yeah. Rewards. I like rewards. See, I like to, I like to show people who have initiative, you know, what, what my organization can do for them so that they can provide the level of skill and initiative and loyalty that makes my organization work. Now, um, The rewards uh, can come in a lot of different forms. Uh, for example, uh, there's a number of highly lucrative transport contracts that I could put you in contact with. Uh, there are also certain equipment that could be on your plane that might be a little hard to find and might be... Um, something that would be useful to you. Um, yeah. And there's always, of course, the lump sum monetary thing, which I personally think is a beneath somebody who's gone to all the trouble you have to do this. So those are the kinds of, those are the immediate things that come to mind that I think would be a useful thing to a person like yourself. What is, well, how does that sound to you? Sounds interesting, but uh, as you know, I'm not necessarily alone. Gonna have to run the offer past a couple other people on my crew, see what their thoughts are. Mm -hmm. Well, I understand that, but my deal is with you. Certainly. So but, uh, I would like I you. Because you're the one who's basically corroborating. Oh, I'm I'm nothing other than the guy that delivered the book. I think you did more than that. As a matter of fact, I know you did more than that. When I say deliver the book, I mean my part in it is essentially done, whether or not I do more or not. Well, your part but, is your part is. But I'm saying everyone else on my crew 
as far as future actions, you're asking me to do more, therefore you're asking us to do more. Well, like I said, my deal is with you. I'm going to hold you personally responsible for the level of service that I am requesting and willing to uh, provide compensation for. So understood. I'll I'll chat it over with yeah. my people and uh, see what we can do. Sure, that would be fine. Well, glad we had this little talk. Care to come in for a drink? No, I, I'm right here in the bar right here. I think I'm fine. Okay. Um, I do think that it would probably be the the party's in that direction. So I suggest that you uh, uh, take that exit right over there. I. Stand up, and I take that exit over there. Okay. And you go out, and you start walking down the the, 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 the platform along the train. And you go past uh, most of the cars, and then there's, a, there's like a luggage car. When you get there, the door cracks, pulls open, okay? And, and you see something big squirming inside really big and you're not quite and you don't not quite sure what it is and you hear the sound uh, and you and you hear the sound of feet landing on the other side of the train and uh, gravel crunching okay all right what are you gonna do it's pitch black and I probably see light in the train, but not in the luggage car. I would just see if anything muffled shapes. There's some light on the train platform from globe lighting. And such. Um, you really can't, you can't see inside the car very well. That's why you can only really see a shape. But something in there seems to be squirming a lot. I book it towards like a the... And it's big and it's squirming. Um, given that there are guys in that train car where I just came from with guns... You're, you're a considerable distance away from that train car right now. You're at least seven train cars down. I'm walking along the side of the train? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't seem likely. I would walk away from the train, so I'd be... Well, going, you're on the platform. I'd be going on a perpendicular path if possible. Well, you can't, because it's, it's one of those things where there's a long platform and it goes down and meets the actual train area and you basically got off the train and you're walking down here and you get to here someone pulls a door open a big cargo door and you see a shape inside moving around and and you hear the sound of somebody apparently jumping down on the opposite side of the train I and there's nothing but the sound of crickets out here you look around and there's nobody on the platform I, I, I go towards the baggage car then. Okay, so you walk over to the baggage I car. I mean, if I'm perpendicular, if I'm just on the cement, uh, I'm assuming it's probably the distance from here to the wall or here to that wall. Oh, it's not that far. No, yeah. It's yeah. not that far, so I go towards the baggage car to take a look. Okay, go ahead and make a notice check. Uh, six. Six, okay. Uh, you definitely can see... That there's there's a there's a looks like some kind of large animal is inside this car and it seems it must be trussed up in some way uh, bound in some way because it seems to be squirming and you're hearing some muffled sounds from it. 
Uh, knife in one hand, gun in the other drawn. Okay. I say, who, who is it? Who's there? Okay. When you say that, it squirms more. As if it's in response to what you said. I walk up to the train car area. And I... Um, I, I put away the gun and I pull out a flashlight, sort of. You know, I'm doing like the flashlight up, you know, knife ready, sort of a thing. And, you know, I'm like peering in as, you know, cautiously as I can, ready to kind of pounce out and stab. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what you see is you see a, a very large, blood dried, soaked animal carcass I mean body you know where, where the it looks like all the limbs have been cut off and when you shine the light around you see that there are bags with small bags bigger bag bigger bag sitting all around this body mm-hmm. like maybe the limbs weren't cut off in one piece maybe multiple times mm-hmm and you shine your light a little further, and you rec- realize that this is a polar bear. Mm. Okay, I uh, attempt to... And the polar bear has a gag in its mouth. I, I take my knife then, and I you know, put the flashlight in my mouth. I, I cut the, the gag. I cut any you know, sort of ropes I can see you know, holding this bag in place. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, it comes off, and and you see the face uh, uh, of Big Sambo, and 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 when you when you get the the gag out of his mouth, who just howls in you know in agony. Uh, I pull up my walkie and I call. You can for you can you can see that his limbs. Have actually been tourniqueted with what looks like barbed wire up near the joints. Yeah, seeing this, I pull out my walkie. I say, "Guys, trouble back at the." Okay, trouble, you're, tru- you're going to have to make a notice check to hear this in the in the crowd. Okay. Go ahead and make a, a notice check on your walkie. And I, I say, "Trouble, trouble at the train. Uh, trouble at the train baggage cart, Sambo. Trouble at the train baggage cart, Sambo." Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, well, yeah, you definitely hear it. Okay. I was talking with. I was talking. Three. I missed it. Are you gonna Benny or anything? Um. Okay. okay. You don't have to. I rolled a seven. six. Okay. Uh, then you were able to hear the sound of your walkie-talkie beeping. Okay, I'll answer it. I'll answer and uh. And you I hear mean, it. it's not like in the cell phone. You would just hear probably like muffled sounds coming out, and then you can turn right. it up. Right. And so you guys hear him tell you that, that there's trouble at the train and it's Big Sambo. Baggage car Sambo. Baggage I'm, car Sambo. I'm immediately heading there. I'm, I'm like, All right. I'll, ask, I'll ask Alfie if there's a way that we can get there fast. <laughs> if you can get, get you through this crowd. She says, I can get you through this crowd fast if that's what you want. She's like murder someone. Done. Or like shoot a gun. <laughs> well, no, she'll, she'll basically just pick you up and just... Just uh, bionic, batter, just, bionic woman. <laughs> yeah, just batter, batter through. I mean, it's, carrying that kind of weight slows her down a bit. Yeah. Okay. But so instead of running about thirty miles an hour, she only runs twenty-five. <laughs> this is Bruce Sheffer saying, 
There are a million, million worlds out there. So go explore them. Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.